Yes, we are. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers. You be yourself, you be somebody. That means if you hear something you want to comment on, you dial up those numbers. You don't have to use your real name. In fact, we encourage aliases so that you can be yourself. Uh, Just an opportunity for people to say, hey, another guy. What is he saying all that crazy stuff for? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why you use the fake name. We'll ask you for your area code. We like for the various area codes to compete. Usually it's between the 407 and the 321 for the best phone calls. And whenever you call, we do grade your phone call. At least the phone screener does, and then they are taken in that order. That happens by Matt Albert, our uh, phone screener, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black dude. Chunks Corolla is our executive producer. You'll hear him laughing in the background. Tommy Bateman, our director. He's a uh, serial killer woman-hating poonhound and a big fan of Tito Ortiz. Yes. Who we're going to have on the show tonight. On the next. Oh, that jumped the shark. And that will happen uh, at 9 o'clock UFC. Yes, Tito Ortiz. TitoOrtiz.com. And um, also, too... We got our unpaid producers here. Both uh, Mr. C Lane and Mr. Napier are in the house. Oh, nice! I guess Sonny's heard us begging for food last week, and they brought us some in. It's in the green Perfect. room. Perfect. Oh, that's very good. Thank you very much to that. All right, J Dubs, there's a lot for us to get to on this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Yeah, I know. It feels like a Monday, but it's Wednesday. I'll uh, I'll have you say I only feel like working two days this week, mm-hmm. so we're either take it tomorrow or Friday off. Stay tuned to see which one. Um, all right, so tonight, J-Dubs, with everything that we have going on, where do I even want to begin? I have countless, countless stories from the weekend. Uh, my trip to Panama City with my uh, step, uh, actually with my uh, with my cousin. Let's start off like this. How was your weekend? Uh, not bad. Actually, it was fantastic. Yeah? The more I think about it, the more it was a great extended holiday. Um, I'm sure, same for you? Yeah, it was very relaxing. I, nothing uh, too big happened except for uh, uh, some promotions people from another station 
getting on my ass uh, over a few things. But... I, I, I remember that, actually. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little mm-hmm. bit. Plus, it turns out you have a heretic living next door to you. Yes. Uh, oh, I haven't even heard about this. Yeah, yeah. I have a, uh, a listener that uh, lives right near me, so it's uh, it's actually very cool. And I know that Tommy Bateman, I, I he, he didn't tell me about it, but something awful has happened to him, mm-hmm. and I would like to discuss that. Your living arrangement. And what went down. Oh, yeah, I'm still totally confused by it. So well. we will talk about that just a little bit later on. However, saying that, over the um, this extended break, it's got me thinking, Dubs. Mm-hmm. And I now know where I want my next extended vacation place to be. Really? Yes. Jail. Why is that? Specifically prison. Because it looks like it is better than it ever has been before. Over the weekend, I'm watching real sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real Sports, Bryant Gumbel, it's on HBO. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. It's a fantastic show. I enjoy every episode. Better than that Costas Now crap. Yeah, and on this, they have, uh, apparently in San Quentin, they got a baseball team. Oh, I did see the previews for that. I did not actually watch the uh, the thing. It is so cool where, first of all, the offenders, they can't be on death row or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They have to earn their way onto the baseball team. And they play baseballs a lot of times against each uh, each other, and also too local areas like you know how I play on a men's baseball uh, men's baseball league. Those teams in the area will travel to the prison and play against the prisoners. How would you feel about that? So much so that uh, they, they showed the little speech. I should mm-hmm. I should go back and pull the audio if I can. They show the speech of the guard saying, "You have to realize we do not take we do not negotiate when there are hostage hostages." So if they kidnap you or they take you or if any fight breaks out, you are completely on your own. How would you feel about that knowing that a bunch of convicts are running around with bats right around you? With that being said, play ball. So, and, and actually it was real weird because one of the guys who was pitching, his like aunt and uncle were killed by the Night Stalker, uh, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. And he is held up in that prison. Now, obviously, he's not playing on the team. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking to myself, these guys have baseball in prison now. Then I read today that in Denver, they are allowing video games in the jails. Are, do they have to be certain video games, or do they get basically any one they want? Um, they they're Usually they're sports-themed. Okay. Oh, that's, so they can't get a Grand Theft Auto. They're stuck with Madden and Shrek. Well, that's nothing to be stuck with, though. Yeah. So I don't even know if Shrek, though. I don't know if Shrek has any things where you kill mushrooms or something, but they may not be the course. So I'm thinking to myself, uh, prison seems like a fantastic place to go between baseball and video games. It does seem like it's a nice little club. Working out, it's essentially the life that I'm living right now. Mm-hmm. Other than maybe, I don't know if you get conjugal visits and if those were a lot, but you even got to think you get conjugal visits. So you get, first of all, your chick can't live with you. She can only visit you. You're hanging when, out with dudes all day. And when you visit, well, maybe for you, but when, when she visits... You have sex, and that's about it. But that's what I'm saying. You get to hang out with your bros all day, your buddies, and uh, the girl can just come over for uh, the 20-minute sex session, and then she has to go. All right, EJ from the U says, that sounds like the University of Miami, which you're, well, prison. Same same caliber of people. (laughs) Yeah, basically the same people you probably went to school with are going to be there in a few years. All right, 407-916-1041, Now let me say this. Uh, t- for the video games, just like playing ball, mm-hmm. you have to be a nonviolent offender. You have to have earned the right. That means you complete your daily work assignments. Uh, you do your treatment and education programs. And I don't know about the baseball, but for the video games, 
uh, if you're abused, if you abuse the privilege or you get in trouble, they revoke it for at least one year. Oh, wow. So there's no screwing around. Yeah, one one little offense, you're uh, not playing at all. And I'm thinking about the vacation that I had and how many video games I played and how much like athletic activity I did. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is really no different than the prison. And you know what? A lot of prisons have the Internet, too. So you had everything the prisons have. All right, here's what I'm thinking. And by the way, you see the setup for these guys at San Quentin, too? Mm-hmm. These guys have TVs. They're playing baseball. I don't even know if they have cable. But they are living the life in these prisons. Well, exactly. You see uh, these uh, nine-year-old kids with TVs in their room, too. I mean, everywhere you're able to access uh, the TVs and the video games, even in prison now. All right, let me ask you, boys. I'd, I'd throw out everybody can participate in this one. So let's say you go into prison, mm-hmm. and they're opening it up to you, all right? I got two questions. First question, if you're allowed to bring three things with you, what are you bringing with you? Three things to occupy your time to for... To occupy your time. How many years? Let's say you got ten years. Ten years. Not over. Oh, not overbearing, but you got ten years. Ten that years you're gonna, is pretty overbearing. Well, I'd say two that, months is overbearing. That is a long... Now, two months is the perfect amount for a vacation. Let's yeah. say you're doing ten years. Okay. With maybe the chance of parole after four. Okay. All right. What are you taking with you, the three items? I would de- definitely take uh, my PS2, or if I don't go That's to uh, prison until after uh, November, my PS3. Um, oh, you'd get your ass uh, beaten so badly if you had a PS3. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, they, they ain't blasting at all. Um, is a TV already included, or do I have to nope. that, too? That's okay. your second item. TV. And uh, throw cable in there. You can't just have cable... All right. Three things. All right, you know, I right, fine. I'll give it to you. All right, so cable, not satellite. Well, I would like satellite, but I can't even have that in my apartment right now, and I'll get into that later. Um. All right, so you're taking. Wow, you're going to be completely mindless. Mm-hmm. You're going to go cable. You're going to television, and you're going to PS uh, PS2, PS3. Yeah. All right, that's not a bad thought. Here's what I'm taking. I am going to take with me. You say I got internet? Internet's already there, but yeah. La- laptop. Laptop? With Wi-Fi access. <laughs> so and that's so all you included. you walk around anywhere. That's all included, yes. That, I would say an iPod, but I won't need that because I can already have the iTunes yeah, you just on the need, laptop. But you would need a uh, a pair of headphones. <sighs> well, that would, that's nothing. I mean, you can buy those. Those are like 10 bucks at the, at the prison. Uh, laptop, TV, video games. I think those are the three things I'm taking with me into See, prison. you just traded the TV and video games, uh, I mean, the laptop for cable. Well, with various websites now where you can essentially, like, I could watch the Colbert Report and Daily Show on the uh, Comedy Central websites. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't need cable. Same thing with uh, what's going on on CNN. We got Lori in the 407. What's up, Lori? Hey, guys. Um, you also can get a education, which I'm still paying off. At, in prison, because I saw a report where they were getting computer engineering degrees mm-hmm. and for free. Yeah, it really is the the, the U. It's University of Miami over there. I'm gonna tell you though, who needs that if you got video games? Mm-hmm. It's just like your average college student. Yeah, I would go to school, but now that's the thing about the video games though. You have to go complete all of your stuff. This actually sounds like a good way to raise a kid. Definitely. I mean, look what you got in there. You got TV, you got video games, you got cable, you got internet, and you got trannies. What else do you need in life? I don't even need to go on the web to find them anymore. I don't know what you're into, son. I don't know huh? why. I don't know why you admit it on the radio. We're on the radio right now. Is anybody else different from that? Tommy Bateman, 
Yeah, I'd probably, I would agree with Dubs. I'd take like a cable Trannies. TV. Oh, okay. so you got cable and TV. Uh, and then I'd just bring two DVDs with me. Which are? Uh, the best of Tito Ortiz from the UFC. <laughs> and <laughs> he's going to be on the show at nine? Yeah. yeah, so we've already gotten calls asking when he's coming on. And uh, the Crow DVD. Because you dressed up as the crow in the ninth grade? Oh, basically every day to school. He'd wear the makeup and uh, come in saying that he's... Uh... No, not every day. Though, you know what? I did talk to that girl today that uh, I was going out with at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm going to ask to see if she has those pictures anywhere. Yes, send I them. doubt she will, but I'm, I'm going to ask anyway. I hear... All, right, here's yes? another, all right, here's another thing, Dubs, really quickly. Tell that crow not to call me during the show. <laughs> Along those lines... Alright, we're taking video games. Okay. Okay. Which, you can only take in three video games. Which three are you taking with you? Madden. I I know I won't be able to update it every year, but if I could, that'd be great. Uh, Madden, San Andreas. You can't take in San Andreas. Hmm. You're not allowed. That's one of the video games they're not allowing in the prisons because they can play them now. <sighs> then just Madden. That's all I need. You wouldn't go with anything else? Uh, No. Uh, that's all I play. My my PS2 is not a PS2. It's a Madden machine. I actually know what I would take. Which ones I would take? What? Uh, Qbert, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, and Frogger. <laughs> all right, you know what though? That's not a bad idea. Whatever. Maybe Miss Pac-Man. Cause she's kind of hot. Oh, you know what I'd take? I'd take one of those big uh, Sega compliment, compilations or Nintendo compilations in there where you can play all the old school ones. Yeah, but there are only two games on there worth playing. Yeah, but still, I mean, I, I would get into, like, the really bad ones, too. I'm in prison, for God's sakes. All right, EA's going to love me because I'm taking all EA games. Okay. I'm taking uh, NBA Live. I'm taking college football, which I'm stoked about coming out. Isn't it already out? No, it's like, uh, I don't think it's already out. I thought I went in there and it was already out. Maybe no, not. No, they have the displays. Actually, I think it's next week that the, that the NCAA 07 comes out. And the final one would be a toss-up. Um, probably a baseball game. They do game. that in prison, too. Ah, that's different. Oh. Probably a college baseball game. The college baseball game I think I'd take in there. And those are the video games that I'm taking in prison. Oh, by the way, hold on a second. Speaking of video games, mm-hmm. I discovered Heaven. I don't know if you've heard of it, J-Dubs. little place called Rocky's Replay. I've heard of it. I haven't been there yet. I've wanted to go for a long time. Right, let me tell you this. For those of you 21 and over, $2. $2.10. So you got beer, you got video games, they got cool video games. Can too. you smoke in there? I smelled smoke, I think you can. If they don't serve a lot of food, you probably can. Yeah, well they got like basics like hot dogs, chili dogs. Just kind of the uh, bar food? Yeah, exactly. Nice. It is seriously heaven on earth. Uh, maybe that's where I want to go to prison. Rocky's Replay. That's where I'd like to spend a nice two months. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Radio, radio. Hour one, live on a Wednesday. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Just enjoy some of that sunnies. All right, so they got the ribs back there for us. Mm-hmm. They got the chicken. They got the beef brisket, fries, and Texas toast. I'm I'm digging on the Texas toast right now. Oh, it's so good. Thank you to uh, Sonny's. They cater to, uh, so give them a call. 
that hit the spot. I knew we were talking about it last week. They were highlighted as one of those regional places you should go to, mm-hmm. as opposed to the, you know the regular old the huge chains. Exactly. That was very very good. So. Hey Hafe, here's something that's going to really excite you. What? Paul in the 407. Yes, the NCAA, NCAA football 2007 was released at 8 a.m. this morning. A friend of mine has a copy. 8 a.m. this morning it came out. Hafe. I was getting July 19th. I I know like the like uh, the massive release date, but if you go to like some of the uh, some of the regular just video game stores, they have it a little bit earlier than everybody else. Okay, I don't know if um, any of our buddies who work over at EA happen to be listening, mm-hmm. but if you wanted to drop off one of those, that'd be really nice. One falls out of the back of the truck. Oops, oopsie there. Have you ever had anybody approach you about that? Hey, uh, uh, these fell out of the back of some truck. Do you want to buy them? No, I've never I bought, no- I bought speakers that way before. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I was in high school, and they were really nice speakers. That officially makes you a criminal. Mm-hmm. You can't buy uh, stolen goods, otherwise... They fell out of the back of a truck! They didn't fall. They were a little dented. They were lifted. <laughs> they didn't fall. All right, apparently you can't smoke at Rockies. I got someone saying that you can. Old man in uh, 321. Hey, what's up? You can smoke at Rockies. Yeah, uh, I knew I smelled smoke in there. Soft. I, go ahead, buddy. I go there religiously. Yeah, trust me. And the beer is like two fifty. Chili dogs are sixty-seven cents. Wow. It's, I'm telling you, man, it's heaven on earth. I love it. I need to go there. I'm within walking distance. That's actually what I did. Uh, that's definitely a good thing. Then you can just get really drunk, eat a lot of chili dogs, and play a lot of video games and fart while you're walking home. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, so I went there after I went to the Hooters, which is next door. And let me ask you if I did something wrong here. So I'm at the Hooters sitting there enjoying a uh, a meal with my chick. And, you know, we're sitting outside on the patio. And who rolls up but Black Bean from the Monsters in the Morning? Yeah. And and his lovely girlfriend. And so he comes up because we're sitting out in the patio. And we're chatting for a second. And it almost felt like it was Curb Your Enthusiasm. Because, How so? Because it was really not awkward. But like, I, I felt like I should should have invited him to sit down. But I had just gotten down with a 16-mile uh, bike ride, mm-hmm. so it was a little rank. And my cousin had been in town, so I wanted to enjoy some quality time with my chick. And I could tell that he probably just wanted to be alone with his chick, too. There's nothing wrong with that. If it looks like he is desperate and really wants to sit down and talk with you. No, no, of course, I don't think, uh, first of all, I'm cool enough to have Black Bean just come hang out. Mm -hmm. But I felt the whole time like I probably should have invited. He probably would have turned it down anyway. And see, that's the other thing. I didn't want to be rejected. Why not? Because I hate rejection. Because you feel better after you invite. You throw out the invite. You feel better about it. He, uh, you know, it, all the blame goes on him at that point. Yeah, but it's one of those things where if I invite, I really want him to, I don't want to... But if you invite with the hopes of him saying no, it feels actually really good when you get turned down. Yeah, but I just hate rejection, rejection, period. So I couldn't even stand it then. I just wanted to avoid the whole situation. I don't know how many times I throw out the invite to people hoping that they turn it down. And then I feel so good after they turn it down. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, do I ask, do I ask? And then finally, it's the, oh, I actually initiate. I'm like, ah, well, have fun. In your, uh, you guys enjoy your meal. <laughs> and kind of turn my back at that point and start drinking my beer. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm such an ass. Should I have asked? That is a. Was it? it doing it like that. 
saying, hey, enjoy your meal and turning away really is just a uh, plus move. And the other thing about that, too, was I was just like, um, you know, he's really cool. We've hung out before, so I don't know what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And then he went inside. Was and, it kind of like an ex-girlfriend type thing where you're uncomfortable? No, not really. I just seeing a teacher out of school. You know, it's a coworker. Yeah, and it's a coworker that you love to hang out and talk movies with. But I could just tell both of us wanted to just hang out with our chicks. Who uh, who approached who? It was unavoidable. He saw me. Ah. Uh. And so we couldn't even play the game of pretending not to see each other. Because I've done that with uh, with Nightmare Dave before, or as I'm calling him now, Manhole. Why is that? Uh, my new neighbor who... By the way, a it's a heretic. Yeah, my new neighbor who's a listener used to work with Manhole and uh, told me I should I should call him that from now on. Right, but I, I saw Manhole at a uh, at uh, Best Buy. We were in the same aisle. I ducked down, hid behind a box of uh, Xbox 360s, and waited for him to leave. All right, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not going to equate uh, Blackbeard to Nightmare Dave. Oh, why not? What about Big Dave? <laughs> Or, or manhole. Or manhole. <laughs> However, um, I can tell you this, man. I just and here's the other thing too. Hey, what's up, Pepe? You you want to take your chick out with me and my chick? It had established this whole aura of uncomfortability mm -hmm. where I had to go inside and use the restroom, and so I go in. I'm like, well, I'm leaving. Maybe I should go say bye. So I walk over. I'm like, hey, you guys have a fantastic weekend. You know, we'll oh. see you soon. And then I walk, go to the restroom. Well, then I'm walking back out, and I'm thinking, do I need to say bye again? Yes. Actually, you need to give Elise the wave. And I completely walked around to the different exit to avoid the second goodbye. Was he looking at you? I don't know. I didn't make eye contact. I sound like a woman, but I'm telling you, man, it was a really... I love Blackbeard. He's awesome. It was just a weird situation. Well, when you are in the mindset of, of uh, just hanging out and nothing to do with work at all, the last thing you want to do is talk shop. And I'm not saying he wanted to, but you feel the need to when you're around people from work. Well, the the other thing about that, too, is that we just usually hang out and talk movies. We don't usually talk business. Mm -hmm. I stunk to high hell, man. I'd gotten done 16 miles. Why didn't you shower before uh, before you went out to eat, you animal? Well, that's why we were sitting on the patio to cool off, to air out. Were you uh, eating or just drinking? Both. We had a little meal. See, you should have at least gone in and taken an Italian shower in the bathroom. No, no way. And then I went over to Rocky's replay, just drunk out of my mind. Just drunk uh, playing video games. Fanta I'm telling you, it was a fantastic weekend. Oh, the other thing really quick, too. Mm -hmm. I am a god. Over the weekend, I kicked ass. So I had my cousin who was in town, Sam. I ended up going up to Panama City, and I'll tell you about that in a second, with my little brother. And my girlfriend. I am a champion. I beat all of them. All we I won all weekend long. I played mini golf, incredibly drunk, got three holes in one. I skunked them at bowling and also two uh video games, NCAA, the old one, and my chick we played FIFA World Cup. I beat her a combined twenty to one. And I was pissed when she got the one goal. You are competitive in the dumbest things ever. I'm telling you, man, I had a fantastic winning weekend. You come in here, you have no competitive drive. My, <laughs> I know. I could care less about the ratings and how we're doing. But when it comes to bowling, mini golf, and video games, I got to win. Against a girl and a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, and a cousin who doesn't play any of it. I'm telling you, man, it felt good beating them. 
Hefe also outran a paraplegic over the weekend. It was amazing. Ooh, everybody, come on. He smoked him. I was just shocked. I'll tell you, there was this little old man who got pissed at me because I was riding on the sidewalk. I tell him to shove it. Riding on the sidewalk, your, what, your bike? Yeah. You see, in my apartment complex, I had a lot of issues with my car, uh, apartment complex this weekend. I was uh, walking my dog, and I usually walk in the uh, in the road area of the uh, parking lot. And uh, th- this girl was in front of me trying to park her car, which it took like five times of turning into the parking spot to actually get her straight. Right. And I just stood there and waited. I, I didn't say a word. I didn't do anything. And I hear her stick her bitch face out of the window and yell at me, Sidewalk! Really? My girlfriend had to hold me back from going over there and just slapping her. That's where you let air out of the tires. Oh, I know which car it is. And I know who it is. I know the apartment they live in. Well, then go mess with them. I'm going to. Call no, me no. if you need any ideas or help. Yeah, no one will know. I didn't just say it on the radio. Doesn't matter. Damn gray car. Right. <laughs> uh, but I'm telling you. Foreign machine. And also, too, my teams won over the weekend. Italy in the World Cup Finals and France in the World Cup Finals. As a native, You never had France. As a native of Italy and France... I gotta say, I'm torn as to who to pull for. However, I think the Italian in me will be uh, a little bit more excited. I think my Italian side is gonna end up winning over my French side. But I'm so stoked. You are about stinky. I will. Well, I, that kind of uh, fits for both, doesn't it? <laughs> Greasy and sticky. A uh, stinky. Stupid French. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. That's right. I'm taking on the French. Look at you. Chuck Jock. Finally taking a stand. Mm-hmm. I say boycott France. Eating your Buy the bumper sticker. Eating your Sonny's Freedom Fry. I just got this email from Robert. Oh my God, did I miss the Tito interview? I just tuned in. Tell me it's coming up. Tito Ortiz, UFC, 9 o'clock. He will be joining us here in the hideout tonight. I'm uh, pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by all this. Usually I figure people would be like, oh, it's some interview with some guy. I'll well, tune back in at night. Be... We're getting calls and IMs just one after another. When's well, it coming is, up? This is kind of like one of the superstars, if not the superstar of the UFC. And though, the right? UFC is huge right now. Oh, ever since uh, taking over on Spike TV, it's blown up big time. So we'll be talking with Mr. Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Um, also, two coming up tonight, J-Dubs. $20 gift card to Johnny Spillin' Station. We got a pair of tickets to see X and the Rollins Band Ooh. Uh, at the Hard Rock Live, Ticketmaster.com. Make sure a couple of those fall off the back of the truck. $50 in coupons for food, coffee, and more at 7-Eleven. David Lee Roth tickets. There's a whole lot that we still need to get to tonight, J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Um, all right, here's something i got to know. Would you willingly trade sex for money? Hour one in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. How'd the mixtapes go, Tommy? I heard the promos. They sounded good. I also listened to our open. Mm-hmm. The open for the show in the car. That's pretty nice. I do have to admit that myself. I put it together, but I was sitting there in my Scion, and I just sat there and listened to how kick-ass it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> hey, that's my name on the radio. How hey. cool. Um, 
By the way, Tudor Ortiz going to be joining us in the hideout. 9 o'clock, when I ask him about kissing his boyfriend, Ken Shamrock. Mm-hmm. Making out with tongue. By making out, you mean putting his fist in his face so Ken's face explodes you, again. You are really uh, looking forward to seeing Ken Shamrock get his ass kicked, aren't you? Actually, in the uh, little thing I wrote up, I go, uh, for the plugs, I think I wrote something a little humorous in there. Let me see. Let me let me get a taste of this humor. It wasn't really that humorous. But more <laughs> just an nice backpedal. Just an observation. <laughs> That's the prep right there. I don't what, know. I, what is it? Uh, Ortiz kills Shamrock, too. Oh, is that what it's going to be? Yeah, he, didn't you see the fight last time? He just beat his face in for like three rounds. I'm going to ask him what it's like to be that tough. Yeah. And how he doesn't keep himself from just pummeling guys as he's walking down the street. I think when you are that tough... Actually. Really? I think when you are that tough, uh, you don't really care to beat up people, because you know you can it's like you know, like uh, playing a video game after you've done it a bunch of times and beaten it a bunch of times. It's ain't fun anymore. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Unless someone's just a major ass. I just got one to know. Are we going to ask Tito about his acting career since he was in the last Crow movie? Is that true, or is that a dig at you? No, I think he was in the last Crow movie. I have not seen it. But... Did you want to tell him how you used to dress up as the Crow when you were in the ninth grade to get chicks? If it'll make him think I'm cool, I will. All right, then we will bring that up first. Now, Tommy, who's the big black guy that uh, the videos are out of, of him beating up people in people's backyards? Oh, Kimbo Slice. He's also like a porn star guy bodyguard. Really? Yeah. Now, I uh, I remember adding him on MySpace, and it took him forever to uh, to uh, add me to his friends list. And right when he was going to do it, and I forgot about this, I was going because he lives in Miami, I was going to tell him to come to Orlando, I'll beat his ass, and just see what he does. You're so stupid. And just see if he comes up to the studio to kick my ass. Oh, boy. Um, then you see that one guy that he beat up in the backyard where his eye was hanging out yeah. afterwards? Oh, he, you have to see some of this. It's all in the backyard. They just both put their money down. And uh, fight it out. And he kicks everybody's ass. I've seen like three or four fights of him in backyards. He did fight a mixed martial artist, and then he did lose that one. But it was like a... Really... It was sanctioned, though? No, it was an oh. underground fight. It, was like, it wasn't even mixed martial arts. It was like, supposed to be just boxing only. But then Kimbo started cheating a little bit, so then the guy threw a few knees and put a choke on him. <laughs> and so then Kimbo couldn't continue because he was out of breath. It was something weird like that. Tommy, you want to teach me UFC? I feel like I need to toughen up a little bit. I've never been in a fight before. I boxed with Chunks over the weekend a little bit. How'd that go? He was out of breath. And he I'm was like, sure. people do this every day? And I go, yeah, a couple times a day. You know the match I'd want to see is Giant Brian, who's a heretic, and uh, Tommy Bateman. Both of them trained in the UFC. I like, never bet against Bateman. Unless it's Kimbo Slice. Here's the thing, though. Giant Brian, is, he's bigger than Bateman, he's pretty stout, and he's also trained. And I think the only thing that Bateman has is the toughness, as a crazy factor. But uh, Giant Brian was bragging the other day about the two front-loading washer and dryer sets he got this weekend. Right, he's a Seems sissy. kind of uh, pussish to me. Yeah, never mind. He's a big sissy. That's why I remember one time when he went after Jimmy Jam, I went in there to try to like hold him back, and it's like, wait a minute, he knows Judo, he's just going to throw me across the room and yeah, he's going to hold him down. He's just going to pop his hips and you're going to go flying. Dubs, let me ask you, what would you give up right now for an extra $50,000 per year? What would I give up right now? The show. <laughs> for an extra... Mm. Ironically, that was one of my answers, too. Um, I only have to do it for a year? No, I mean, you have to give it up, that's it. Ooh. But you get an extra $50,000 every year? A year. But I can quit at any time and lose that $50,000, right? Yeah. Running one. $50,000, really? I think that's worth it. 
No batching. No, I'll fall asleep and... Uh... In your money? Yeah, I'll just fall asleep and God will do the work for me. Well, yeah, I mean, you would still be able to have your girlfriend. Yeah. You and would, uh, you would and I'll have, have the nocturnals. You'd rather have a nocturnal to be with your girlfriend. That's literally what you just admitted. And I'll tell you what, nocturnals are great. All right. I look forward to those. They, they are only uh, probably once every five years now. I haven't had one since I was in high school, so I don't know. See, for a while there, back in D.C., I was having them like once a month. What are you, a girl? Exactly. <laughs> Was that your version of menstruation? Mm-hmm. You're so dirty. And it actually did fall on a certain time of the month. I don't even want to know. And But that, that that was the time where I really didn't have a whole lot of alone time, and uh, I didn't have the Internet in my place to look up porn and all that kind of stuff, so I was really just sitting there with nothing to do. Just pent up? Mm-hmm. And I'd fall asleep, and it would uh, get done okay, for me. Okay, all right. All right, let me... This is, they actually went out and studied this. Mm -hmm. They say that as far as happiness goes, if you were to increase sex from once a month to once a week, that is the equivalent to having an extra $50,000 a year. So basically you go from having sex one time a month to four times a month Mm -hmm. or more. That's better than having $50,000 in the bank extra a year. No way. They say people, that is the same level of happiness increase. I got to say it's completely false. I can go without. I know me. Let me ask you, how much sex would it take for you to give up? Let's say you already have the extra hundred, uh, uh, actually the, the extra $50,000 per mm-hmm. year. How much sex would it take for you to give up that extra fifty grand per year? Is there any? I don't think so. I love money more than sex, oddly enough. Now, you couldn't use that money to buy sex, though. Exactly. That's the thing. But, I mean, what would you be spending it on? Other than get once you get... Because if you're getting that kind of extra cash, you're getting out of debt pretty quick, so then what? And then you start buying stuff or uh, improving your credit so you can build new debt. Well, that's not not the goal of what you want to do. That is life. That is life in America. If you if you can get out of debt, you just build more. You're working so that you can get more loans. Mm-hmm. How about this? How about you spend the money on new sheets because because of the nocturnals? <laughs> or how about that just becomes my sheet? Maids, <laughs> maids to clean everything up. Yeah. And to give you a sponge bath. Oh, it's so dirty now. I think about how awful that was. Mm-hmm. It always seemed like great at the time, but then cleanup was just terrible. <laughs> yeah. You run into the bathroom without your girlfriend seeing you. So it's not even close then, huh? No. I, I, I honestly do love money more than sex. All right, Tommy Bateman is a poonhound. I couldn't imagine that you would uh, take extra sex over 50 grand per year. Wait, so how many times a month do I get it then? Essentially, they say for people who have sex once a month, if you up it to once a week, it's the equivalent to giving them a $50,000 raise. So you can only get once a month. Hell no. No. So you would rather... Live in the poorhouse. Yes. Getting... Slapping skins. Hell yeah. Really? Yes. I don't know if I agree with that. And with your uh, current living situation going on in your apartment, I think you'd take the other. Whatever. Screw them. I'm going to have Tito come over and beat them up. (laughs) Yeah, we got to explain that. Have them come over to my apartment, too. Actually, I want to explain... Sidewalk. I want to explain that next and see if people can help you out and see if it's even legal. 
Because I don't even think it's legal what they're doing to you in chunks. I don't even totally understand what's going on. All right, let's talk about that next, then. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Wrapping up hour one on a Wednesday night, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, J-Dubs, I, you guys are telling me about, telling me about this in the office. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to get our attorney buddy, Tom Luca, on the case. Luca Law? It sounds like the boys over there, Chunks and uh, Tommy, are getting jobbed. What, what, what happened? Well, all right, to set the scene, it was actually pretty gay looking, because uh, I slept late, I think it was Sunday... Mm-hmm. So I just have, like, shorts on, and I come out, and for some reason, Chunks is sleeping on, like, the couch we have out there, just curled up in a ball. Of course, because he finally got tired of his nest. I don't know. Even his door was shut, though, which was odd. Hmm. So then all of a sudden, I hear a knock at the door, and I open it up, and I'm like, wow, this looks pretty gay. Some guy with his shirt <laughs> off, and then another guy passed out on the couch. In the fetal position, nonetheless. Yeah. grabbing his ass. Um, And then he was like, hey, I'm from whatever company, and... I, this is the first I heard about any of this, and they're like, "We bought the the place, and we're gonna resell it to a developer, unless you wanna buy the place with no with no renovations. It's one forty eight nine, and then with it, it's one fifty four nine. And I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. I have no idea what he's talking about. If you guys want to stay, you have to tell us by August, and we'll try to find uh, like a lending company that'll uh, pay that you pay, so they'll they'll try to find a loan for you. Right, so this is just a regular apartment. Yeah, and that, but they're talking about like just paying the normal monthly rent, which I'm totally confused about. No, that's not the monthly. The, the price they offered you is the price to buy it, which is insane. It's like 153. Okay, because no, hold on for just two seconds. You guys live in a regular two bedroom apartment. I mean, it is no frills. I'd even say it's kind of ratty. What? It's got a pool. Um, well, one of them. Revenge of the Nerds two pool. Yeah. Why even have two pools? So it's really kind of, and it's not your fault. Obviously, you're a couple of Clear Channel producers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're in the ghetto, but they they want this two bedroom. It's really a no frills apartment. Yeah. To be a hundred and forty eight thousand dollar condo. Yeah. No, yeah. actually, it's one hundred fifty three because we have like well, I guess the deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. It's two like two bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh my. What it is. But here's the thing with the China screw they said too the closing cost uh, if mm-hmm. you went through them would be uh, over 3 grand and they only give you a $6,000 credit that's if they you take it as is without them inspecting or fixing the leaks in the ceiling that we have or the bad <laughs> So AC. for them to, for them to do anything to fix it up and then once once you guys try to buy it you're screwed over anything that happens to it you have to fix Exactly and, and then, then they said something like the model home is at the leasing office or something, and I don't even know what the hell that has to do with anything. I think that's what if they were to renovate it, it what it would look like. Yeah, if they. Uh, but there's nothing they could do. It's literally a basic two bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they would do to help you out. And the thing Fix is, all the crappy leaks that's going on in there. We just signed another seven uh, month lease, which will be up in December. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about staying there till August and then letting well, them they, know. And they can cut you off at any time. No, that's not true. They got to give you sixty days. Don't I know, they? but they, you don't. They don't have to keep you through yeah. uh, December. They can give you that sixty days, and then you can be gone. I'll it's like a clear them. channel contract, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Completely self-serving to them. Uh, all 
right, so let me get this straight. And basically, you guys are living in a straight-up apartment complex, too. So it's a third story. So what about the little old lady upstairs? I always ask you to take her trash out. Yeah. I don't know. That's but, the only good thing you, about this. You know what, though? It's been six months since someone's crashed the car into the side of the building. So that's And they still a... haven't fixed that yet, have they? Somewhat. There, it still needs to be painted a little bit, and I think now, they're out of AC. Now, that is one good thing about the whole thing, though. Uh, you know all these neighbors that you've hated are going through the same thing right now. Yeah. And they are just as frustrated. The lady doesn't care. I was going to ask some people about it, like, hey, what'd they say to you? But then I was like, I don't feel like interacting with them. Yeah, because then you're just going to have to take months of garbage out just to get uh, what they want out of you. All right, so when are they kicking you out? Oh, I, I don't know. Who I know. Then they said something, well, we can stay if we tell them by August and they find a lend. I don't know. It's all... It, it sounds like you guys have 60 days unless you decide to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would go there and uh, tell them when your last day there is going to be. Yeah, I would ask them, say, we're not staying, we can't buy, and when is our last day? Great. I hate moving. Yeah. EJ from the U and the 407, what's up? Yeah, this has happened to me twice. The apartment switching over to condos? Yeah. Yeah, as long as your lease is still there, you're allowed to stay there. Yes. All right, so you guys are, you guys Don't are good. Don't be so happy. You guys are good for the seven months. Yeah, you you can keep it till the end till the end of your lease or to, for a whole year. Oh wow! All right. Yeah. Is, is that legal? Condo, is that the legal thing, or is that just what your place is did kind no, of that's as a courtesy? That's the legal thing. Okay. All right, but what are you going to so, do after that? Yeah. That's the big question. Where do you go from yeah, there? Sleep in the pink monster. Thanks, EJ. Got the big monster. Oh, you know what else, too? Over the weekend, you know, uh, there's that guy who, who's in an accident. He's in a wheelchair. And he has his kids always asking for cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were on the other side of the building, and now they seem to have migrated, like, to right in front of our front door. And now they play there and stuff, and they just wait. You know, I, I stopped by their apartment this weekend to drop off a tape for Tommy. No, the and, luxury condos. Yes, and uh, I, I uh, was there to drop off a tape, but I couldn't find their apartment because the one that I thought was there is there was kids playing in front of now I'm like, this can't be there, so I just ended up leaving the tape on Tommy's uh, on Tommy's car. Did they uh, ask you for a cigarette for their daddy by no. chance? <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. There was a woman out there with him, though. Really? Yeah. Was it the little was. old lady with the trash? No, this is like an older woman. Uh, like uh, like probably early to late 40s. I uh. think that might either be the guy's wife or nurse. I don't know. He did get a K-Fed-looking kid. He must have been about 13. Oh, yeah. He, he came with a pack and... Um, of menthols and uh, gave them to the guy. And, I mean, the kid's like, yo, here they are, dog, here they are. You know what I mean? He's totally K-fetting it up. And he, 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 it's like he was talking to a sports star or something, giving a sports star these cigarettes that he found. I didn't know they could, they could do this around here where they could just take your apartment and turn it into a condo. Well, well uh, I got a notice saying that I will be evicted in my apartment uh, today, actually, on my way out because my, my satellite dish is not on my porch. It's about six inches in front of it in the mulch. Didn't you have that problem last year? And yep. you said you went down and, and fixed it? Yeah, like, and I, and it was fine then for another six months, but uh, they're, they're getting on me again for it. I don't understand what this has to do with these boys. These boys have a real situation. Well, if I don't fix it, I will be evicted in, uh, I think they said, five days. Oh, <laughs> like, good. Turn it, take it down. No. Go to cable like the rest of us. Yeah. I have two years. Two years a two-year two agreement with uh, DirecTV. I can't do that. And I just ordered the DVR. Dude, that dish and your um, obsession with the NFL Network is going to get you... It's not the NFL Network. It's a Sunday ticket so I can watch my Lions. Mm. Which the first Lions game? 
It's during the Monster Cruise. Ha! <laughs> well, now you got DVR, you can record it. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about being on the cruise is a lot of times you're completely yeah. secluded from I'll, any sort of... I'll, I'll be disconnected from everybody, so right when I get back, I'll be able to is watch it. Is it on a Saturday or a Sunday? Sunday. Okay. Well, then you should be okay until we get back and I go and find the score and then send it to you. No. no. I will not be looking up anything. Well, I'll text it to you and you'll have to accidentally see it. No, I won't. I, I'll turn off my phone until I get done watching They'll it. They'll have ESPN on the ship, man. You'll be able to... You'll be able to see. Uh, please, the score like the right lines there. are going to be on ESPN. You're right, though. The score. I won't watch ESPN. And most they will just post it everywhere. Away from it. That's going to be payback for hanging up on my dad at the Maloik. So that means I got to find a new place, one close by, that will actually take a dog. No, as well. dude, mm-hmm. we got. I got a plan, and actually, I've been thinking about this all day, oh, and it God. relates to what you're talking about last segment. Tommy is with the UFC. I say he just stand there. He gets his gun. It just goes gung-ho and doesn't let anyone come in that place without blasting them away or putting them in some kind of crazy chokehold. I don't know what kind of stupid ideas you have. You or can't do if, that. If Why? you think they'd be good radio. Why? They're coming into our property. This is Florida. You're allowed to do nutty stuff like that. This isn't toy soldiers. You're allowed <laughs> to do that. You're allowed to shoot people who come in your house. Not if they own it. What? Just make sure you dive into a lake before you come back so your hair's wet so you can tell them you're in the shower. Hmm. I had no idea that they could do this here. That's crazy. And especially with your crappy-ass place. I don't know if they can because the paper the guy handed us to it didn't have any... Wipe the paper and uh, put it underneath a smoke detector so that uh, gets all the guards away. Damn it, that's good thinking. So stupid. Think that, <laughs> Take a break, come back. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1, by the way, uh, confirmed for Friday night show. Mm-hmm. Kenny Main, ESPN. Ooh. Uh, tonight, Tito Ortiz at 9 o'clock, UFC, mixed martial arts. A whole sports thing going down here in the hideout this week. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. As Because uh, we are men. Mensly men who like sports. And it's already Wednesday. I really like that. Yeah. I wish this was every week. Uh, so, Dubs. That's still very. I'm really surprised, but I guess nobody seems to disagree that they can just move into the condo or to your apartment and say they're turning it condo, and then roll from there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess it is a law though that they have to allow you to uh, finish out your lease, and then they can do it. Which I mean, I guess that's fair. They want to do that. All right, somebody send me this. Uh, <laughs> they say it kind of relates. Apparently, there's this place called Oak Park. Mm-hmm. And it was named one of America's sexiest suburbs. Well, apparently, they, the suburb has blocked Lane Bryant, which is the fat girl store, mm-hmm. uh, from moving into the heart of its downtown shopping district. So they were they were named sexiest city. And uh, they uh, they had uh, a sexiest suburb, su- sexiest suburb, and Lane Bright wanted to move in. They said no, that'll hurt our sexy factor. I was an idiot. I guess they <laughs> they, they specialize in no. fourteen. She would shop at Torrid. Yeah, she she would have no uh, no shot at Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant is uh, too thin for her. Um, fourteen to size twenty eight. They specialize in. Oh man, that's so funny. So they said, absolutely no, thank you. 
We're not interested. And it's kind of upscale. I mean, it, it just is. It's like a big and tall. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't seem like that bad of a place. You know, if uh, you if someone tells you they're shopping at Lane Bryant, you know that uh, it must be a fat chick you're talking to. But for the most part, it's not a like a, a place that's frowned upon. Uh, I tell you this, I'd never date a chick who went to Lane Bryant. Of course not, because you already saw her and she'd, she's fat. You wouldn't even get to that point where she's saying, hey, I'm going to go shop at Lane Bryant because you've already shot her down. It's funny, too, because that's where I go to get my mom, like, her birthday gifts, like gift certificates. Is it Lane Bryant? How much of a slap in the face is that? Hey, Ma, here's a Lane Bryant gift certificate. Whatever, she can't go to Wet Seal. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that's not going to happen. That just made me a, have a dirty Stop thought of her naughty bits. already. <laughs> Come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, do you do you disagree with this? Should they be allowed? Because this they 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 do have kind of a uh, image to uphold in this city, and this be... will draw fat people down be... there to be walking around. And let me ask you, what stores wouldn't you want in your neighborhood then? Well, I, I, it would be easier just to go with the ones I would want. Limited two, one potato two. Um, you're so dirty. Babies are us. Gap kids. All right, uh, I understand. That's <laughs> just I have nieces and nephews right. all shopping sure. for. Sure. KFC. Uh, by the way, they're they're already shopping at Lane Bryant. Your little niece who's nine. Oh yeah. And weighs two hundred bills. Popeyes. <laughs> um, I would love those in my city. I don't know what you, what you're thinking. Any there. athletic. Stores for like shoes. There seems to be a trend. Sports memorabilia stores. Any place that sells oh, starter jackets. They're eh. they're cool though. Or jerseys. I gotta say, I really enjoy those. All of them. It sounds like you're describing my old hood of Silver Spring, Maryland. I think they're just trying to keep you out of their town. Have you they? just you just left out the pawn shops. <laughs> that is one thing. You know, it's, you're not living in a real nice neighborhood if there's a pawn shop anywhere nearby. Pawn shops or the rent to own stores where you can get like a. Rent to own. It's close, but if you got a pawn shop within, I'd say, three blocks of your place, you probably own a gun to protect your home. Oddly enough, I love going to pawn shops, though. See, my ex used to have this thing about she... I always wanted to go into a pawn shop. She goes, she hated it because it would... You're you're buying people's uh, dreams away from them. Yes, we are. So Someone's going to. Someone hit hard times. They had to go in there and sell their stuff incredibly cheaply, and you're buying it at a discounted rate. Exactly. Because you never know if they can finally get the money to go back and buy it. That's not true. They could be stolen goods. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. What? I don't even know how pawn shops are even allowed to work. Although they are fun. Mm-hmm. You can get some incredibly cool cheap stuff there at a pawn shop. Why do they always have a bunch of lawnmowers out in the front? You can always buy a rusted out lawnmower out of the front of well, a pawn shop. Well, you gotta think about it. If you have an old lawnmower, mm-hmm. and let's say you bought a new one, alright, you're not really gonna sell it at a garage. Uh, who even has garage sales anymore? No, you're gonna take it over to the pawn shop, get five, ten bucks for it, go buy some beer. I guess, but it's gonna dirty your whole car up just for the five bucks. If you're selling an old lawnmower, think, probably you don't care about the state of your car. True. You're throwing it in the back of your pickup, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. 
Now, I spent $400 on a bicycle, and I saw about 20 of them sitting outside a pawn shop over on 1792. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't go to one of those first to look for a bike. I got a really nice bike, though, and I'm yeah, loving they it. They have nice ones there. Those are easy to steal, so you can find those at any shop. Yeah. You're right. And you think about them being stolen. Oh, man. Those, they aren't all a bunch of big old 10-speeds. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me know if you see a mongoose over there by chance. Did that get stolen? Did your bike get stolen? Yeah, I went inside for a minute oh. to get some Shut water. Shut up. you yeah. got to be kidding me. That, that You never. You said ass chunks would happen to his bicycle, and he never told me. I went inside for a minute. I feel awful, though. You know. Where did you Where did it get stolen at? It was on the porch. You know, at I, your place? Yes, and I shut the stupid screen door. I just went inside for a second to get some water. A listener gave you that bike. It was like a four or $500 bike, a mongoose, a really I good I thought one. we lived in a, a different time where you could go in your house for five minutes and not have your crap get stolen. What time are you living in, the 40s? They t- there's an ashtray they took, too. <laughs> <laughs> you then, you, then you know it was those kids living next to but you. But they leave like um, you know we got like uh, coolers and stuff there, but they don't you know they don't take those. Cause they had a pig's heart that you ate from Miss Monster. Oh uh, yeah. You guys still have the pig pig's heart in yeah. the? I'm uh, not touching cooler? that thing. It's probably still in the cooler. You are dirty. How does that make you feel, Chunks? J Dubs just called you dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's all right. I'm not the cleanest of people. So it got to jacked, huh? Yeah. And this is where they want to up your, uh, they're going to turn these into condos. Well, they were very gentle. I, like, I put, there was a little chair that you could sit out and smoke in, and I put it in front of the bike, but they moved that out of the way. They didn't just throw it when they stole it. We keep ours inside. Well, you know. In the dining room. You have enough room. You have plenty of room. I've been to your place. Yeah, there's no room. You have a whole closet that's filled with nothing but real radio shirts and flip-flops. <laughs> Put them in the closet. Oh, man, I got my retro collection of Nintendo, Genesis, all that stuff's in there. Slide it in right next to you. I can't believe you, bro. I can't believe they stole your bike. I went inside for five. I was heartbroken. You know, because I'm trying to. <laughs> I can't imagine this weight thing. <laughs> no, you know, it was. You start scratching the back of the neck. Is it the fact where I just didn't even get mad? I went outside and just hung my head. And, you know, I was like, uh, oh, that's just. You didn't even like... go run, see if you could see anybody on it? Oh, man, it's pointless. I mean, people who steal bikes know how to steal bikes. You know, it's probably already repainted. Grab it, sit on it, and what you think it went to legs. some 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 bike chop shop out there? <laughs> no, they steal and they ride it as is. Because well, no one's gonna look for it. So you mean I could see it? Yes. And I can. Well, I didn't know that. I thought they repainted them. They probably rode over to Cheers to have a beer. What? Mm-hmm. And just left it there? I'm sure. Then they went to a pawn shop. Stupid pawn shops. Now I hate them. Why? Because. I'm going to go look for a nice mongoose. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a nice bicycle now. That's heartbroken. How long ago did this happen? I don't know. Tommy? A few weeks. Yeah. You're an ass. How come you never brought it up? He didn't want to hurt the guy's feelings. I felt badly Butters. Butters you know. who gave it to you. Yeah, listener gave you a $500 bike and you got it stolen because you're too lazy to bring it indoors. I went inside for a few minutes. Pat in 321. What do you got, Pat? Uh, hey, I worked at a uh, pawn shop for a couple of years, and everything that's pawned goes to the police department. So if Chunks wants to find his bike and if he thinks it was pawned, you can just go to the pawn shop and give him the description of the bike and the serial number and everything, and if that bike ever comes in, they'll call him, arrest the guy that pawned it, and 
He's got his bike back. All right, so that I didn't know. That, that was three weeks ago. I don't know if that's uh, even a possibility Yeah, anymore. what if they took it apart for pieces? <laughs> it is not uh, a uh, luxury car. They aren't going to go through all that problem. It's not a 91 Civic. What? Exactly. <laughs> it, to me, it was. Oh yes, because you drive an '88 Escort. <laughs> it had a, it had a. Uh, I used to get motivated because it had some kind of light in the back wheel, and if you didn't go fast enough, the light, the light wouldn't go on. So I knew that my RPMs were good when that light would go on. I felt so happy that I was doing something, and somebody stole it. They didn't even care. It's probably trash or in the. Stupid lake that we have that's only a lake when it rains half the year. I guarantee. Other half the year it's just weeds. I Lord g- knows what's going on there. <laughs> Dead gator was in there. And I'm not kidding. I guarantee you they stole it just to throw it into the lake, those kids. <laughs> I, I am almost 100% positive. Why would someone do something <laughs> hey, the, like that? The furry kid next door left his bike out. Let's go get it. Why would someone do something like that? Russ in the 386. What do you got, Russ? Hey, check this out. First call it in, stolen to the police, right? Mm-hmm. And then go find it at whatever pawn shop you're at. If if they found, if they took it in, it's uh, stolen property. You get your bike back, and then they can track down who sold it to them. And you can kick their ass. <laughs> Do that. My best friend Tito Ortiz will kick their ass. Yeah. yeah, you can ask him at nine when he's on. That'd be awesome if he was my best friend. I'd be, t- I'd just be in everyone's face. Yeah, what are you gonna do about it when my friend Tito gets here? See, but me, you, and me and you are becoming best friends, Tommy. So you can just do that for me. Oh, what an awful crew! <laughs> we talk on the phone very uncomfortably every day. I know, but I enjoy this conversation. Uh, I'd rather sit alone. Careful what you wish for. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hey, speaking of, so they wouldn't allow Lane Bryant into this uh, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, does that, so does that mean that fat girls aren't allowed to like move into these condos or whatever? Because you awesome. know, sometimes like in places like Manhattan, if you're getting a co-op, I guess mm-hmm. you you have to be approved by the tenants. And I oh want- wow, yeah, I, I've heard of that where like uh, you have to go like in front of them like they're a jury. Yeah, like getting into some sort of a uh, college or something. So. Like, do you think fat girls aren't allowed in this neighborhood? Well, that, that's what they're trying to do, at least. I'm sure you can get an apartment there, but there's nothing that caters to you there. There's no uh, all-you-can-eat buffets. There's no let me tell Lane you one, Bryant. Let me tell you one place where fat chicks don't belong. Where? And that is... Planet in, Earth. In a pool. <laughs> in a pool of Panama City. You saw a lot of them out there? My dad was at a resort at Panama City over the weekend, mm-hmm. and he was right out at face of the beach... Uh, you go out on the patio, and they were right on, like above the pool. I've never seen such a collection of whales. <laughs> I mean, just the largest women in two-piece bathing suits. Uh. Now, I'm not kidding you. It's not like they were, I don't know, just chunky. Because mm-hmm. I could, I could even, I like a girl with just a little something extra on her. But I, I am legitimately saying these girls were nearly too fitty. Maybe three bills in two pieces. The same thing happened to me yesterday. Uh, There's a pool right behind my apartment, and there was a big party going out there this weekend, a big uh, country party because all the guys that came out there uh, pulled up their their pickup truck right next to the pool, blasting country music, uh, wearing their cowboy hats, and they had a bunch of fat chicks with them that lived somewhere real close because I kept on selling them... uh, Walking back and forth in their two piece, and they were at least 250, 300 pounds, uh, mm. getting beer back and forth. Oh. 
Yeah. And there was this big fat guy that walked out there, and he had that big hump on his neck. You know, for some reason, a lot of fat goes to the back of the neck when uh, when you do gain a lot of weight quick. And I was talking to my friend on the line, and I'm like, wow, there is a guy who has the biggest hump I've ever seen on his neck. And I think he might have heard me because right away he just starts rubbing it with his hand, <laughs> kind of covering it up, trying to push it down. Wishing it away. Yeah, just making it go away. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, apparently, people are really excited about Cito Ortiz in the next 40 minutes. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, mixed Martial Arts UFC. Got this email from Robbie. He says he's real into it. All the guys at his gym will be listening tonight. Nice. For Tito. Becoming big fans of the Hideout, which is very, very cool. I got, on Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger, um, Chick-fil-A John says he was at Epcot with his parents yesterday. Never seen so many fat people that had to drive scooters because they cannot walk. I, I see that all the time at Walmart. He says they need to be rounded up in star for six months. I don't know about that, but all righty. While you're at it, put a Star David on them. Exactly. Um, You always see them at Walmart, too. And what pisses me off, when you see them at Walmart, and uh, they're rolling around on their their machine, and then they stand up to get something. So you know that they can walk. I'll tell you this, man. But it's just not comfortable for them anymore. I don't want to be an ass, but uh, I love Universal. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, we have a live broadcast coming up at the end of the month. At a university, because they got the really cool night thing they got going on out there. And I remember being so stoked to get on Spider-Man and having a wait, you know, because it's one of the cooler rides, if not maybe the coolest. And this just fat cow, who was just morbidly obese, getting a cut in line and take that side special entrance because she was on a scooter. Just because she was on a scooter, her and her seven children. You know, they they have that, that, that express pass thing where everybody can go jump through. And uh, I see it more on the Spider-Man ride than any other ride. People jumping that into that thing after they get past, like, all the people that are watching the line. And they'll jump that and run up there. Well, I was waiting in line one time, and I kept on seeing people do it. And it, I get more and more pissed. And I see this guy and his son jump it. So I decide I'm going to say something about it. And I, I start yelling at him. And he turns around, and his kid had uh, gone in his pants. Oh. So that's why they were getting out of line. Oh, you're such Not an that ass. they were jumping line. Don't and, you feel stupid? And the mother and the daughter were still in line. Just about three or four people in front of me. I just kept on seeing them turn around and give me dirty looks the you, whole time. And you just had to deal with that the whole yeah, way. I that's... just had to sit there looking at my feet kicking it's just it's situations like that that keep me from ever saying something <laughs> you know what i mean i just, I just I, had to see this kid in his shame wet pants and all did you point and laugh and then the pa- i i couldn't help but laugh because <laughs> i felt like such an ass yeah because you felt stupid yeah uh 407 i was six four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one nah man i under uh that's one of those things that really really gets me though mm. they get you know they you know, those people. Them's. You know, the ones like Matt. 
Huh? Mm. Fat. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fat. I, I started immediately thinking of something else. Who get added benefits just because of how big they are. Mm-hmm. It just drives me nuts. You want to say something about it? And, and I understand that 2 or 3% of them can't help it. But the other 97% can help it and just don't. I think the ones that get the uh, the handicap parking because they're so large. You know, and, and most of them with the scooters have that anyways. Well, fat parking should be in the back. Just helping them get a workout. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. A study of 9,000 adults found mood and anxiety disorders, including depression, were about 25% more common in obese people than non-obese people. You think? I, I'd have to agree. When I was at my fattest, that's when I was my most depressed. About one-third of American adults are obese. And I don't think it was my fatness that got me depressed. It was my inability to get laid because I was fat that got me depressed. Yeah, it's not necessarily being heavy because when you think about it, it doesn't really. it's the byproduct. Yeah, when you're heavy, you're happy because you're enjoying any kind of food you want. But the, uh, the side effects of that are terrible. All right, legitimately, what limits you when you are heavy? Well, dating, getting a chick that's, uh, you know, decent. Does it really, though? Because you see some bigger guys that get chicks. They usually put it on afterwards. You're right. All right, so it limits you dating. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is this, at my great apartment complex, there's this, like, fat black guy <laughs> with this, like, really hot white chick. She's thin and oh, shape yeah. and everything. And he's so fat that I'll, see, I'll be out walking my dog and... He'll be on the porch and he's fallen asleep and he sounds like he's like sleep apnea. Like, <laughs> my hero. Oh, my what, hero. What, what, what I call sea lane breathing because right. he has that that fat man breathing pattern right now. <laughs> but other than getting laid, what else does fat keep you from getting? Um, small I'll you, cars. I'll tell you what. Well, no, because I, I see more fat people in small cars. Matt than anybody else hopping into his protege, <laughs> and I swear, I swear my scion creaks when he gets out of it. Oh, I'm sure. I've heard it creak when he gets in it. He goes. <laughs> Actually, it's just sign relief. I suppose. I'll oh. tell you one. Of the, let me say this. One of the things that truly bummed me out when I was at my fattest is that I couldn't shop at any regular stores. That is depressing. When like you... you walk into a structure or anything like that, and they don't make 2Xs a lot. Of... So now they do because, you know, people Damn have it, got... No, no 42s. But, <laughs> right. But you can't shop, you know. Not that I ever really would shop at an Abercrombie, but it's not even an option yeah, if you're it, fat. Well, it's not that you'd want to shop there. It's that you can't. That you know that you're limited. Where's C-Lane? Why? His breathing sounds like a refrigerator getting dragged on the cement. (laughs) (laughs) You feel a lot worse when you look at him while you say it. Yeah, I can't see him, so whatever. I feel good. He says that he doesn't sound like that. Mm. Have you heard it? Yeah, I heard. I told him to go in there, and he's like, I don't I don't hear any of it. I don't sound like that. I just want you to come in here, C-Lane. Don't talk, but just get right outside of the mic. Just breathe normally. Especially after he laughs. <laughs> but I will say that being fat does affect you as far as you can't go to the mall and normally shop the way you would want to well, shop. What did you say in the office before he has a wake apnea? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is. He just, you know, 
You think he's going to stop breathing at some point? He's just snoring while he's awake. <laughs> I don't hear anything. I don't hear it at all. Listen, all just nasally. Because I'm stuffed up. Are we near an airport? <laughs> <laughs> All right, just let's all right, let's just quiet for a second. Let's just hear you breathe. But don't breathe. Just breathe normally. That's <coughs> oh, puke. So listen to that. It's awful. Christ <laughs> Almighty! He really does it when he stands. All right, you stand gotta, up and right, get next to the mic. You gotta get him excited. All right, you just Whoa, gotta, what? what? You just got to stand there, all right? From now on, we'll just continue the conversation. I just want to see if we can hear you breathing as you just stand there. All right. You listen to that breath when you just have to stand up with one squat? <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't see how the depression would get at you. If you're not getting laid, you can't shop, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got other added benefits. I think a lot of people... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That wasn't even put on. That was crazy, dude. You got to get that checked out, brother. Got it. <laughs> What's with the heavy Is your breathing? nose gargling? What's with the heavy breathing? Uh, it's got the, the congestion up in the No, in it the happened nasal. before the congestion. This has gone on ever since we met you. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually mentioned the office like two weeks ago. <laughs> Are you doing this on the Burke Show, just breathing heavily into the mics? Sometimes. They were giving him crap for that today, because I guess he was kissing, licking the mic. I wasn't licking like he it. He put his tongue on the mic. I didn't put my tongue on it. I right, put your tongue on it now, then. Yeah. Oh, so dirty. <laughs> Look at you just doing anything. <laughs> ah, what a beast. <laughs> How do you solve that if you're a big fat guy who can't even just breathe normally? Think you need the like funny a... thing is, he's not terribly obese. Whatever. He, he's fat. What, he doesn't have, a, like... He has no definition at all. I guarantee there's so little muscle. The most muscle is probably in his fingers from playing the guitar. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> God. I, can, I can still hear it. Somebody pour concrete in your nose when you were younger? <laughs> Do you imagine how hard his heart is working? Just <laughs> force that air around? Just standing there. Imagine him getting romantic with a girl. Okay, hold on, hold on, don't laugh yet. And then he just like goes and starts kissing her like on her neck and just (laughs) (laughs) that nose gravy's just going all over her neck, bringing back it. What happened? So hot. Would you get snot over all over some chick's neck? What happened, ceiling? No, just uh, that that it was with the with the breathing and the fast heart beating, trying to keep up. With what? Yourself? No. I was asking, seeing if you're doing a blues traveler. <laughs> Remember when what the John Popper said he yeah. knew he was way out of shape when he felt like he was gonna have a heart attack with just being with himself. <laughs> I'm sure you go through that. You were Matthew. It's happened to me before. We're just like, oh no. That's, well, I almost died yesterday. I'm not gonna get too graphic, but let's just say I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And- Mm-hmm. And I, my left side started to go numb. Stop. Stop ruining the image. My left side started going numb, and I'm like, oh. So then we're done, and I'm just like kind of, I don't know, like loopy. And my chick is like, what wrong, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, oh, nothing. I'll be all right. And meanwhile, the whole time, I'm just trying to, like, not die. You know what I mean? I'm like, because I'm just like, what's wrong with my left side? And 
Like, it was literally... All right. <coughs> so it was literally one of those where it's going on while we're, st- while we're still in the act. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid of the end. Because that end could be the part that makes the heart just stop. She see that thing and you're getting real pumped up because you're punching your chest? Right. And I'm just like, man, I don't, don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here. I don't want to die. Why didn't you say that? I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. Just yelling to her, I don't want to die while you're having sex. I didn't want to bring attention to it. And the, she was just, like, extra rough. And I'm oh. just like, oh, God. Somebody uh, help me. They make stuff for that. Yeah, he's, no, he's that's bear not what you. I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Try waxing. It was real intense. <laughs> intense, sorry. I didn't realize I had to pick my words so uh, easily. I, you know what's funny? If we could get the sound of a slug crawling on salt, it'd be the same sound as Celine's breathing. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Alright, so hideout roll radio 104.1. I got this. So, Napier doing a little producing. Uh, we were just talking about how I felt like I was going to die in the middle of uh, sex with my chick over the weekend. By the way, hideout back live, hour two. And. He finds me this 25 craziest deaths. He goes, you got to understand that sex, that wouldn't be, you know, too bad of a way to go out. You know, you think about it with a really hot chick. You know, someone you love, you're having sex. You know, and that just happens to be the way that you go out of this world. That's probably not too bad of a way. Napier getting me this list up to the 25 worst uh, or craziest deaths. Yeah. I And this thing is insane. As I look over this, um, here are a couple that definitely stick out. You got a politician who shot himself during a press conference. Oh, yeah, the video of that is out there. I read Dwyer. Have you seen that? Damn it! He was a Republican. Have you ever seen that video? No, I haven't. Oh, it I is saw right. it. I saw it when I was like a senior in high school. It was just like someone turned a red water fountain on. Mm-hmm. Can you send it to me? I had it on like a. I rented it from a store. Was it on Faces of Death or something? No, I always everything I saw on Faces of Death was always faked and very poorly. But it had people convinced. I saw it on like I think it was actually called Death Faces or something like. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Like that. There was a there was a like a spinoff or a ripoff version that was actually real. It wasn't as good because you know it's hard to find real yeah. gory deaths like that. But it was real. They showed the Sharon Tate like autopsy photos or something. It was really disgusting. I know the Bud Dwyer thing's online somewhere, though. Speaking of Tommy Bateman, uh, Brandon Lee and the Magic Bullet's one of the top 25 craziest deaths. That wasn't crazy. That was a tragedy. Who's calling? Don't call me now. On this film, on the uh, scene of the crow. Hello? No, call me back. Okay, bye, Rudy. However, unknown to the film crew, firearm technician, the bullet was already lodged in the barrel. Oh, it sucks, man. So there's a real bullet in there. Yeah, they did a close-up of the gun shooting a real bullet, and then it lodged in there. So when they put the uh, the dummy stuff in there, it why actually wouldn't you fired have a, a real... Why wouldn't you have a fake gun and a real gun? 
they because it was an it was an up close shot of it. It was it was stupid. And they were supposed to have a technician check it in between each shot to make sure that that didn't happen. Wasn't but, it an all at once thing? What do you mean? Like the shots weren't they all at once? No, no, no. That was a totally different scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the scene where he walks in and his girlfriend's getting attacked, and they turn around and shoot him. Oh, all right. Yeah. Did they actually use the thing of him getting shot in the movie? I thought they did. I thought they didn't. They end up using that scene. No, they destroyed it. It was. It's not the scene that everyone thinks. It's not the one. It's where, not the one where he's on the table. No, it's not the one where he stands up and goes like, "Go ahead, shoot me." It was like where he's walking into the apartment and he, they turn around and they shoot him and. Then the, the actor who fired the gun was, like, mortified, and they're like, that's not the way we did it in practice, and then they turn around, and there's oh. this puddle, like, puddle of blood right there. Oh. I didn't know about that. I always thought it was the scene where he's on the table. No. They destroyed the original, unfortunately. Why would they do that? I don't know. I guess to protect his mom and fiance at the time. He was supposed to get married two weeks later, too. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I'm talking about these t- 25 craziest deaths. Another one. I had no idea this was actually real, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess on the filming of Twilight Zone, the movie, Vic Marrow, an actor, was decapitated by a helicopter blade. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. instantly. There's a video of that, too, but yeah, it's not it, as clear. It was on that Death Faces thing I saw. So. I gotta have this Death Faces. It's back in Virginia. You own it? No, I wish. It I'm was, sure I, somebody here I, has it. I know that it was uh, available for rent back in Michigan. Do you know, PSO, who, I think. Do you know who his daughter is, Vic Moros? Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, get out. Yeah. Yeah, this happened in 1982. Do you have some information on this, Napier? Yeah, I know of a, a video store in St. Cloud that rents all these like old, weird movies that like, no one else has heard of or hasn't rented in a while. Check it out for us. Yeah, why don't you go get it for us, buddy? I'll work on it. And don't work on it. Make it happen. <laughs> Call them, actually, and see if they have it. Okay, this is... We need is... to find the actual name of it, though. All right, and this is live news. Christine Chubbuck committed suicide during a live broadcast... 9.38 a.m., eight minutes into her talk show in Sarasota, uh, here in Florida. She took out a revolver and shot herself in the head in 1974. Does anybody... There has to be video of that out there, too. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's television. The only problem is that it's 1974. Yeah, it was before VCRs were really out there. What was her name? Her name was Christine Chubbuck. C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. Sarasota, it's W-X-T-L, uh, W-X-L-T-T-V out of Sarasota. I, here's one that made the list, J-Dubs. What's that? Owen Hart. Owen Hart, yeah, I remember that. I remember the shock that was going on. And they, they kept the show going, and a lot of the wrestlers were trying to stop from crying during the matches. Now, what happened with him? Uh, he had uh, he was supposed to come down above the crowd on like uh, kind of like a, 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 a zip cord type thing, mm-hmm. and the harness broke and he fell down. He had his head right on the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and bounced off, and just died. Right? Yeah. Oddly enough, I saw him eight days before he died, and I said I really should go introduce myself to him and get an autograph, and I never did. And then eight days later, he died. Let that be a lesson to every celebrity. That they need to meet you. Yes, or they die from falling. Well, it wasn't his fault. He didn't snub you. 
He should have come over and got out of his car and parked it and said, Hello, Tommy. All right, there was a British in. magician who was on stage doing a live television routine, just died, and most of the people thought it was part of the act. Chunks' his dad, you're in the hideout. Yo, what's up, guys? What's Long going on? time. Long time. Yeah, I've been busy. Sorry. Hey, uh, information about Twilight Zone, the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Vic Morrow, marrow is what's in your bones, but Vic Morrow was carrying two Vietnamese children across a river. There was a helicopter off on, like, the like the shore. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea of the scene in the movie was Vic Morrow was a racist, and he hated blacks, and he hated Jews, and he hated Chinamen, whatever. So what happened was, in Twilight Zone, it sent him back into all these times in, in history mm-hmm. where he was a Jew on the train in Auschwitz, and then it sent him back where he was... So they, know, they he, put him in all like the terrible racist right. scene, uh, scenes. They put him in Vietnam, and he's trying to rescue these two kids, and the scene never made it in the movie. So when you watch Twilight Zone, the movie, the last scene you see with Vic Morrow is when he's being taken away on the train mm-hmm. because he's a Jew in Germany. And they stamp a you know an orange star of David on his shirt. He goes, "What are you doing? I'm I'm not a Jew. What is crazy? La la la, the whole nine yards." So the scene that happened that they obviously couldn't finish was the, the helicopter was taken off of the bank, and they're walking across the water, and he's got these two the two kids also died by the way. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. This was a big deal because the families of the two children who were American born, just Asian looking kids. You know, they're, I guess they were. Vietnamese or something, but the two families ended up suing the su- the studio. And if if you recall, John Landis was the director, who uh, mm-hmm. is famous for his Star Wars work and stuff like that. But he, um, uh, Vic Morrow, and the two children were were killed instantly. When you watch the video, you can tell that it's a dry cut. It hadn't exactly been edited yet. Yeah, they never produced but, it up or anything. But, yeah, but clearly, as a bell, the helicopter's hovering. And you can see Vic Morrow walking across. It's so fast. It happens so fast that you don't even realize what had happened until you play it again in slow motion. You can see it? <laughs> yeah. Can... Oh, it, it's not in the movie, it, but it, they, the, the raw footage is out there. It's oh. not like it's, yeah, I've seen the raw footage. It's not like you see a head flying off. What it is is you can barely tell. It looks like he's got two bags of potatoes in his arms. It just basically like him getting thrown into a wood chipper. It's just moving so fast. It's so fast that basically it looks like he had an M80 in his mouth. Jeez. It hit him, and it's like it was just instant evisceration. His head was completely... It, it, you don't no, I got see you. it fly off. You don't even see it fly off. It, oh, wow. That's crazy. Hey, uh, I guess uh, Robert 386 has that movie we're looking for. Robert. Hey, guys, how you doing? What's, What's up, up, bro? What up, buddy? Yeah, I actually had that on a dub copy. It's called Death Scenes, and it has a, a number of, like, famous accidents and actors and actresses, things of that nature. It actually shows the accident with the helicopter, but they break it down to a panel-by-panel panel shot. Wow. And you can actually see the decapitation take place. Where do you get this at? I, it was a rental. It was like uh, Faces of Death. Uh, they had that whole series they did for a while. Mm-hmm. The and, fake crappy uh, this one. This was another one that spun off from that. All right. Well, see, I got to find this, man. I got to get I this somewhere. The Bud Bring Lider it in. One. Yeah, I'm looking at the Bud one right now. Takes it out of an envelope. Oh, this is crazy. People don't even say anything. What's he doing? Do people no. know? Yeah, I don't know. You might not have audio over there, but people are like, no, 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 no. Calm it, down, calm down. Does calm it down. curse? Uh, yeah, I remember as soon as he does it, there's a.
Really? Yeah, I, I just imagine it was the director going, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the one for Bud, and someone else sent me another one, too. I and mean, what's wrong with me that I want to see all these? Nothing. You have to watch them. Once you hear about them, you have to see them, no matter how horrific they are. I will take a break, come back more with the 25 craziest deaths. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hi, this is El Jefe. And J-Dubs from The Hideout with another success story. This is an actual email from a Central Florida listener. I usually listen from 7 to 9. Tonight I got off late. 10 to 11.15 was the best I've ever heard out of all four shows. I damn near got a chubby just listening. And I'm a black man. Wow. So keep doing what you do. Uncle L from Sebring. Glad we could help, Uncle L. The Hideout, curing erectile dysfunction. Weeknights from 7 to 11 on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, man. That Bud Dyer one is crazy. Yeah, like, uh, rarely do you have live footage that good of someone shooting themselves in the head. The weird thing about it is, he doesn't even have his gun that far into his mouth. He just sticks it a little bit in and does it. Yeah, 25 craziest deaths. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. This is what... I hate Mozilla, by the way. Yeah. It just takes forever for it to load. Anything to load. You have regular on there, too. I guess. You just have to copy and paste instead of click. I'm watching this thing. I guess he pulls the gun out of the envelope. Mm -hmm. Tells everyone, just stand back. There's nothing you can do. Don't get hurt. And then just... You're right. He didn't even put the gun all the way in his mouth. Because he's getting rushed because he's afraid someone's going to come up and tackle him. Yeah. Or stop him. So he just goes and does it. Oh, man. What is wrong with us for wanting to watch this stuff? And the blood just pours out of his nose. And the top of his head, the exit wound. Oh, that's chilling. Yeah, rarely do you uh, find a suicide video that clean. Um, I guess there was a jockey who died, but the horse kept going and won. He suffered nice. a heart attack during the race, and it went on, uh, went on to uh, finish first. Yeah, people are saying, I feel dirty after watching that. You're right, you do. But there's something about human nature where you want to see this stuff. I don't know what it is. There's a, uh, you see some of these things in the movies, and you want to know if it's the same, and it never is. No, 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 absolutely not. I've never seen a suicide in a movie that looked like that. Except for Full Metal Jacket. Still, there was not that much blood coming out of his nose. Oh, so dirty, man. Um, let me see what else do we have on here. Alright, see, this is one that I was worried about. I always love to chew on toothpicks. Mm-hmm. Sherwood Anderson, a writer, swallowed a toothpick at a party, then died. I've always been, you know, like, if you have a Peritonitis. toothpick... If you have a toothpick in your mouth, I've always been afraid of it going down, turning sideways, and just kind of locking right into your throat. Oh, this is an awful one. You ready for this one? Yeah. Vladimir Smirnov, an Olympic champion fencer... Died of brain damage nine days after his opponent's foil snapped during a match, pierced his eyeball, and entered his brain. I thought you wore, like, a uh, mask for that. I guess somehow it got through. See, Jack Daniels. 
died of blood poisoning due to a toe injury he received after kicking his safe in anger when he could not remember the combination. <laughs> Gee, that doesn't sound like anyone who's ever been... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, he had his own product in his system at that point. I don't know if anybody knows of any that are worse than these. Yeah, they, these are the worst. Actually, this is a good list. It's mostly famous people, I guess. Mm-hmm. When you look at it... All right, the one that's crazy to me are any ones that happen live on television. I don't know why, but, I mean, you're getting that mass audience, you know? Well, and the reason why we love it so much and the proof that we love it so much, if you watch uh, one of the car chases, everybody's watching it, and what are you hoping for? That son of a bitch to be killed. Dude, you know what's not on here, at least I haven't seen? Remember the one, it was just like a scene out of Saw, mm-hmm. where the pizza delivery driver had the bomb... Uh, strapped to his neck. Uh, and he ended up dying, right? It ended up exploding, didn't it? I can't remember. I remember it happening. I don't it was remember like two or three ended. years ago. Yeah, I remember going on and everything. I just don't remember how it ended. I'm almost positive he died. I'm almost positive they, there's nothing they could do and his head blew off. Oof. Yeah, I remember that they wanted to get all the news cameras out of there. I don't think anybody... Get, did anybody get footage of that? I doubt it. What is it in us, too, that makes you want to watch this stuff? Are you talking about the bank robber guy? No, it wasn't a bank robber. It was a, it was a guy who was a pizza delivery driver. Yeah, he was yeah. Robbing, they made him rob a bank. Yeah, they, they strapped a bomb to him to make him rob a bank. What ended up happening? It His head off? got blown off. Oh. There's video of it. I, I saw it the is other there? day. Yeah. What are, you, what are you looking at? You see this stuff. He finds was, the weirdest stuff in the world. I was looking for porn. <laughs> how do you how, how, how do you s- find uh you know I actually can understand. Never mind. Hmm. In, in the context I can't say it, but now I know where you do a simple Google search. Bloodytrixie.com. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it to your uh Yeah. And now I understand. Oh, you're so dirty. I couldn't even imagine that. What's this one? Uh, I got the list in front of me, too. Uh, a homeless man killed to collect his life insurance. Let's see here. I don't know. I haven't... Oh, he, this guy. I think I remember watching a Law & Order based on this thing. Uh, this guy would uh, hire these people uh, to and put um, life insurances on them, and then he would kill them, like uh, these homeless people. He huh. did to five of them. Oh really? Yeah, he would uh, he would put life insurance on homeless people, kill them, and then collect the money. He'd be the beneficiary on it. All right, people are sending me all this. I guess it's nothingtoxic.com, where people are sending me all sorts of videos from there. Man kills wife during TV interview. <laughs> you gotta watch that one. Yeah, that just, one has to be good. I'm Jerry. Jerry. That's essentially what goes on, though. John in the 321. What do you got, John? Hey, man, uh, that pizza delivery dude? Yeah. I saw that. It, it couldn't have been more than a week ago. Where would you find it at? Uh, it was, well, it was on TV on one of those wildest police chases or one of those type deals. Yeah. Like FX. And they had the... Uh, they actually showed the, the footage? Yeah, they had the, the police had him down on the ground. And they wouldn't let him get up, come near him. Oh. And uh, he kept pleading, please, please help me, please help me. 
And uh, they had their guns drawn on him, man. I mean, they were like, wouldn't let this dude move. <laughs> I don't blame him because he could have killed a whole lot of people with that. And <laughs> stay and put or we're just going to shoot you right there. Yeah, next thing you know, boom, man. It was nasty. I, I need to see that. Yeah. I, I just saw the one with a guy. All right, so the, it's court TV. This woman's walking along with, uh, she's doing an interview walking along. And she's just walking along, and the husband sneaks up right behind them, I guess, and and just shoots the wife. And the TV reporter, which is a chick, she drops her mic, the cameraman drops the camera, and they both start running. <laughs> How brave. And at that point, you know that guy does not care about getting caught. He, literally, he knows there's a camera oh, on him. And then he just keeps shooting, he keeps shooting her, and then you got to see him run. Right, hold on, Dubs. Let me, let me rewind it for you. He was a divorcee. That was his ex-wife, so uh, she had it coming. Uh, I watched this. All right. All right, so there she is in the car. I guess she's asking, kicking and getting an interview. She gets out of the car. So you don't hear the, you don't see the husband. He must have snuck. Where did he sneak up from? So now they're walking along. She's asking her questions. And then all of a sudden, bam! Bam! It, you see them <laughs> running? They're just running, dropping cameras and just bolting. You have to keep that footage. Don't drop the camera. Get in the, they get in the car and speed off. Oh, what asses. All right, Soft's going to send me a... Uh, oh, I thought Soft was going to send me it. The Twilight Zone. These I, are crazy. I, I got to see where all this stuff is. That one's on nothingtoxic.com. Yeah, people are asking for this. Let, let's uh, try to keep the links to all these and post them on... Uh, Hideout here, or on uh, realradio.fm? Yeah. All right, let's take a break and come back. Oh, Robert, this guy's on fire. He's waiting for the Tito Ortiz interview. Oh, right, we got a break. But, yeah, it's three years ago. This is the pizza delivery guy. He's got it. I need to see that one, too. I got it right here. <laughs> Listen to you jumping it up and running it over. This is crazy. He's just sitting there. Don't tell me his head... They don't actually show his head, do they? And it getting I hope so. exploded? I hope so. we got to get something from the people from uh, nothingtoxic.com. I don't want to watch it. I can't watch it. Oh, come on, you got to watch it. I can't watch it, dude. That's too much. He's, oh! oh! Oh, that's nuts! That's wacky Nunu! Oh, my goodness! Oh, that sucks! Oh, that poor guy! Holy... Are they doing slow motion now? Yeah, holy crap! Oh, my goodness! He's just sitting there behind. He's got his... He's handcuffed. Oh! Crap! This is why the internet is nuts. Alright, we gotta take a break, come back. And, uh, people are asking oh. for links. Hold on, let me, uh. We gotta get it to Tito Ortiz. Okay, well, I'll just read what this guy. This well, put him on real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Prissy in the. By the, uh, the, the husband. It takes place at a funeral. Yeah, oh, okay, that's what okay, it was. this is what's happening. Hurry up. The, the wife's new husband 
got their daughter pregnant, and she killed herself. The oh, person, wow. That was his only living soul. Oh. <sighs> All right, we got to take a break. we got Tito Ortiz coming up next. You guys keep sending me the links. Yeah, we'll get them all posted up there so everybody can go check them out. I'll take a break. Come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Kicking off hour three. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. We were talking about that pizza guy. Mm-hmm. And it, I said it reminded me of a movie. And you said Running Man. Yes, Running Man, where they uh, were wearing the collars. And if they uh, escaped from prison and ran across this line, heads exploded. Are you sure that was the Running Man? Because Running Man. I remember that scene vividly with the collars, and I almost want to say it was a Schwarzenegger movie, but I don't think it was Running Man. I'm positive it was Running Man. Anybody, uh, any Running Man fans? I'm a big fan of the movie too. I remember that movie. I just see the most blank faces across that glass right now. Well, they're trying to track down Tito. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the movie years and years ago. I don't really remember anything about it, other than the guy from Family Feud was in it. Yeah, Richard Dawson. Yeah, well, whatever his name is. It was Running Man. Uh, I remember they uh, they went like uh, they before they could uh, break out, they had to go to a certain um, uh, like uh, cell to get this guy. It, actually, it was like kind of like a, a, a convict city, and that's what they kept him in with was the uh, the uh, neck things. All right, well, now I got you. And, uh, Maybe it was I saw it in another movie too. I'm sure that hasn't been limited to just one movie. That idea. And I believe he escaped. That's why they put him in the game show of the explodable collar. Mm-hmm. And Soft says he is determined to find the Twilight Zone. Move the movie with Vic Morrow and his decapitation from the helicopter scene. And again, I'm just like kind of in awe and shock. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel bad too, but. There's some sick human nature thing about it because remember too you when have we to were watch in, it. when we were in DC. I remember when I was that was one of my times when I was working with the Don and Mike show, and the Nick Berg video had just come out. That yeah. was the guy decapitated by the terrorists. That's the one that I could not watch again. I haven't Maybe seen it since. Chill. Yeah, I haven't seen it since. That I mean, one it literally made me sick. It didn't even look real. How just disturbing it was. Just completely way off. Patricia in the 407, what do you got? Hey, it's Patricia. I just wanted to, um, first of all, I love your show. Um, first time calling in. I love you guys. I listen to you all the time. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> You're welcome. That was um, definitely The Running Man. I have. It's been probably over a decade since I've seen that movie, but the caller thing definitely comes from Arnold Schwarzenegger and The Running Man. Okay. Thank you. It was one of my favorites. I just feel like I've seen it somewhere else. But like, Sub-Zero. Now Plane Zero. And the guy runs off. Mm-hmm. And the head just explodes, kind of like this poor pizza delivery guy. I'm sending that video around, and we should just put up the link to the regular website, because this guy tells me it's constantly updated with all this crap. Yeah. Nothingtoxic.com. I'd never we even should, heard of that. Yeah, we should check it out more often. Some of these I want to play on the air, but i got to check them first and see if they're airable. Yeah, like the Bud Dwyer one. There's a few uh, bombs in there we can't put out. Ah, that is it. 
Battlefield Earth. Oh, wow. I knew I had seen it somewhere else. Thank you, EJ, from the U. You're one of the ten people who saw that somewhere else. Dude, I I like that movie. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big science fiction fan. Battlefield Earth was not a bad movie to oh, me. It was terrible. It was not terrible. Yes, it was. Uh, you you like a lot of terrible movies, though, so it's cool. I like the classics. Summer Catch, She's <laughs> All That. Oh, I saw a movie with Rachel E. Cook. She was so hot in it, and I'm afraid that she may have been underage. Eleven um, fourteen. What's that? It's a movie where it's a small town, and all these crazy things happen to happen at the same time. At eleven fourteen, exactly. I've never even heard of that movie, but it it's got some actually pretty decent start, like Patrick Swayze, Rachel Lee Cook, oh the big ones, uh, Hillary Swank. It was kind of a small film. It wasn't mm-hmm. very long. It was like eighty minutes. But it was See, it was really really cool, and she played just this skank slut whore, and she was so hot. Uh four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Was it on TV or did you rent it? Uh, it was on it was on Showtime. Ah, yeah. I can't believe you people didn't like Battlefield Earth. Oh, it was terrible. It's ranked one of the lowest of all time. Well, that's because it had such high expectations and the whole anti Scientology thing. There was an anti-Scientology thing going on at that point. Yes, it was. Nothing like it is today. That was when um, Travolta was turning loony. He never went to that hardcore loony, though. Well, People still love that man, even though he did Battlefield Earth. This is the movie that started making people wonder, what's wrong with uh, Travolta? What's wrong with his uh, project choices? Why would he fund this thing? Whatever. I guess I'm not going to be able to convince you, but I'm telling you, there's got to be other people out there that liked it. All right, Matt, you don't agree about Rachel E. Cook? There's just something about her. She looked just dirty. She was wearing a miniskirt and stuff. She's in the, she's all that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a religious follower of that movie. I, I need to be reminded of what these people look like. She's also Josie and the Pussycats. Yes, she's uh, Josie. She's hot, man. She kind of, You know what's funny? Is that she looks like the ex that turned into a lesbian. My ex kind of looked a little bit like her and Tiffany Amber Thiessen with a J-Lo ass. The girl had potential. Why she's a lesbian is beyond me. Well, good for the girl that got her. I'm sure she, uh, the girl that's with her looks kind of like you. But she played softball. And that may have been the problem. Yes, Napier. Another Travolta movie that had the exploding collar was uh, Swordfish. Like when they were robbing the bank, all the hostages had like the exploding, like, Backpacks with ball bearings in them. Yeah, but that wasn't a collar. That's kind of like a collar. No, it's a backpack. All right, it's very far from a collar. All right, EJ from the U says Rachel Lee Cook looks a little bit like my girlfriend now. I can see that a little bit. Maybe that's why I enjoy banging her. Joe in the eight thirteen. What do you got, bro? Hey man, on the on the exploding collar for the pizza guy. Mm-hmm. They, they had a thing on TV about an hour long report of what really happened there. He went out to deliver the pizza. The guy put the collar on him and sent him to the bank to rob it. Right. And then what happened was he gave him a note to go find. He had to find four keys to unlock it. Oh, what, what a movie scenario. He was in the process of locating the keys when the police stopped him. They couldn't tell if it was a fake hoax or whatever, so they put him out in the middle of the street and handcuffed him and oh. surrounded police cars around him. And he begged and pleaded for him to let him go find the other keys so he could unlock the collar. Why didn't... Because they thought he was the bank robber. Why didn't they go try to find the keys, though, just in case? 
They thought it was a fluke. The whole thing was a hoax on his part. Oh. I remember that, man. You're telling that story. That's the story right on. That's yeah. exactly. That's exactly what happened. It was an hour-long thing, and and the whole police department was at fault because they didn't believe this story. Here's the thing: for the cops, you got to at least assume we have the guy in custody. Let's go see if these keys are real. Yeah, he's not doing anything. You know, keep like uh, a good amount of people around him, keeping him right there, and then have the, uh, another crew go look for those keys. Son of a bitch! Here's the thing: could you imagine? That is so completely mm -hmm. saw. The movie Saw or Saw 2. Did they ever catch the guys? Damn it. We, we hung up on the West. I wonder if they ever caught the guy. I don't think so. They so, killed the only evidence. But could you imagine that there are lunatics out there running around with this? Yeah, knowing how to make a collar explosive that you need four keys to stop. Well, where do you got to go to get the keys? I think they gave him a note saying, hey, they're all here. In these different places. If Chunks were a true uh, stuntman, he'd step up and say, hey, I want to do this. <laughs> I could get it done. Oh, wait, hold on. Cliff says there's another story. Cliff in the uh, 386, what do you got, Cliff? Hey, uh, I used to own, I'm from the same town where the guy uh, blew up the pizza guy. Mm -hmm. And I owned a pizza place in that town at the same time. Okay. And he actually blew up, I would say, anywhere from 50 to 75 yards away from the bank that he, that he uh, robbed. Right, right, right. It was right in front of a Sam's Club. I was actually at the Sam's Club, blocked off, uh, picking up supplies wow. when he blew up. And so, uh, it, it, was, it was not a cool scene at all. No. I lost employees because of it. Nobody wanted to deliver pizza in oh, that I'm town. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I, can, I could completely see that. I mean, I'm now, looking at it. It's so disturbing. What was wrong with the guy's backstory, they said? Um, you know, as far as the keys thing, that, there's a lot of rumors about that. I've, uh, my, my wife's cousin is a, an Erie City cop. I asked him about that before, and he said he knows nothing about that, even though he worked on that case. There, there are so many stories that go on about that. I mean, the, the, the poor schmuck actually was like, he, he was the, a simple-minded guy who pizza delivery really was a good job for him, and everyone liked him, mm -hmm. but he was never going to do anything in life. Right. I mean, I mean it, it is such a crime that it actually happened to the guy that it did, and not, not, and not some jerk where hey, you know, he actually could somewhat deserve it. Right. I mean, I mean, this guy was was, was as nice as you could get, but was never going to go anywhere in life other than delivering pizza. Wow. <sighs> Boy, all right, Matt Albert, essentially. Mm -hmm. It happened to a Matt Albert. Except that guy apparently was likable. Ken in the 321, what do you got, Ken? Oh, that that movie uh, was uh, actually called Wedlock. Uh, came out in '91. It was uh, Rutger Hauer and uh, Mimi Rogers, I think. There's another collar movie. Yeah, it was a prison uh, that you were sent there, and if you got too far away from the prison, uh, the thing would explode and your head would come off. Wow. All right. I guess I'm. I guess it's not a con like a uncommon theme for a movie. Yeah, because Patrick in the 407 has another one. Yeah. Let me hear it, Patrick. Oh, hey, uh, there's another movie called Battle Royale. It's a Japanese movie. Um, really cool one, actually. It's about a class of 42, 14-year-olds that all wear exploding collars on an island, and once certain parts of the island go into danger zone, their collars explode and their heads just, like, go boom. What's the, what's the name of this one? It's called Battle Royale. And it's young Asian boys? Uh, yeah, you can get it in Netflix or on eBay only. It's one of those hard-to-find movies. Oh, wow, yeah. Just seeing those hollow bones fly everywhere. Stop. Come on, man. All right, Soft found it. Dude, i got to log into YouTube to see this. Soft, give me your login. <laughs> I'm too lazy. Because apparently, because he sent me the Twilight Zone one. You can't really see it. He sent me a second link that maybe it'll be a little bit easier. 
All right. Meanwhile, we'll go to Jeff in the 407. What do you got, Jeff? Yeah, I also thought the Schwarzenegger movie Total Recall had the collar in a different way. Total Recall uh, didn't have any collar in it. It was. Uh, How do you know? Because I, I'm a I'm a master at Total Recall and uh, and uh, Running Man. Great. I, I know I, both of them. Did you, you, you guys old enough to remember when the, the famous shot around the world with the guy the, the, the I totally did not even get what you're saying there. Nah, yeah, his phone kept cutting out. I think he knew it was cutting out too, so he's mm. trying to speed up what he was saying. <laughs> Just going completely cut out Boomhauer. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was Boomhauer. <laughs> All right, what happened? Did we lose that on Ortiz, Tommy? I don't know. I called the PR guy Monday. And I said, are you sure that 6 o'clock is a good time? Because it was one of those where Ooh. he'll call you, and I was like, are you sure that he'll... Because I hate that. I never trust it when they do that. And I go, well, I'm going to put this in a promo. Are you positive he's going to call us at 6? Yes, shouldn't be a problem. So he's oh. in L.A.? I, I think he... I don't know if he's back home or if he's up in, like, Big Bear training. Well, or, I'm sure we'll chat with him soon. When is the uh, big fight? Uh, Saturday. I'm sure we'll talk to him before the end. So of I just wait. keep calling promo guy back. Like, I keep trying to reach him. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. All right, that's awful. I mean, you can't really see too much with the uh, Morrow mm-hmm. thing, but it still looks like it would be painful. <laughs> I imagine it wouldn't be. I imagine it went happened so fast. Here's why I love Soft, the Hideout documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He sends me his password and his login to YouTube. Good man. Heretics are great. Always stepping up for the show. That's what Very I like. trustworthy. Uh, Alright, well, we just won't bank on Ortiz then. Even though we teased it for two hours. Thanks, Lauren from UFC. <laughs> well, don't get mad yet. I'm sure I'm sure there's some sort of a mess No, up. get mad. No. You Good burn job, some bridges. Lauren. I'll <laughs> see you there in the Octagon on Saturday. <laughs> Bring it. But those would be the last people you'd want to burn a bridge with. Oh, yeah. I Can I dump on it? Damn Well, man. what you can do... Make them feel guilty and have them give you the uh, the pay per view for free. Well, that's not a bad idea to see if you can get it for free. I'm gonna try to. I was gonna try to get Tito to give me free stuff anyway. You don't want to go to mugshots and watch it with everybody else. I'm not going to mugshots. Actually, I found a different place. Why? So I, yeah, I, I heard the moaning back there. Yeah, because that's where I told him where I was going in case you asked. <laughs> what? Yeah. We're not we're not going to mugshots Saturday to watch the going UFC. Going to Castleberry. Hooters. Yes. I could be there, too. Mm, I don't think you'd like it. I'd be at Rocky's Replay, my new hangout. Dubs, I'm telling you, this place is awesome. We gotta try it. I say we go there after the open door, Friday. I'm down with that, definitely. Where is it? It's uh, down 436. It's not that far. In Castleberry. About 10 miles. If that. Maybe 6 miles. Yeah, it'd take about 10 minutes to get there. If that. We'll take a break, come back with Tito Ortiz. Hopefully. I don't trust the promo guy at all. Is it a guy or is it a girl? It's a guy. A guy What's named name? Lauren. L O R E N. Stop. Don't even. Why do you already want to start crap with the UFC? I just. I don't trust Lauren. I don't trust him. Hey, speaking of not trusting, I hesitate to bring this up. What? I don't know if I want to or not. You got to now. No, I don't. I don't have to do anything. We can move on. we got plenty of stuff from the weekend. But I do have something that's kind of interesting. It's a guy thing. Who's it about? Somebody on the show. And I don't know if I want to talk about it or not. 
We'll find out next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hour three, Wednesday night. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Any news on Tito? Ortiz or Santana? Ortiz. I want just news on either. I'd take one or the other right now. Hmm. Um. Alright, so I guess, no, I guess there's no update on Tito Ortiz. No. Nothing. People are really excited about this one, too. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren, from the UFC. You're learning. Just always pass the buck. Well, I called him Monday to make sure. Uh, you call this afternoon? No, because he said Monday was it was fine. Uh, and as of last time I talked to him, ten minutes ago, he said, I'm still trying to get a hold of him. I don't know what happened. That's what happens when you're a guy like Tito Ortiz. You don't have appointments you have to keep. I see, and the thing is, because it's six o'clock his time, and I'm pretty sure that's one of the times where he's training, which is why I was like, "Are you sure this is a good time? Positive." Mm. You know his training schedule? No, I think that's one of them because I know he doesn't wake up till one. <laughs> it's just like you. <laughs> you know this man. Yeah, but he, he gets up and runs well. right away, though. Um. I right, speaking of Tommy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't trust him. Why not? Me either. Talking about you, Tommy. Oh. Hmm. And I wonder if I'm, like, I don't know. I don't trust him around my chick. Why? Here's the thing about Tommy Bateman. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Tommy likes to be wanted. And so, he is a flirt. And sometimes he flirts just for the sake of flirting. Of flirting and like. So you're afraid that he may bang your chick. I don't know that I'm necessarily afraid that he may, but he's a guy that I wouldn't trust if it were a compromising situation. He's the guy. Remember how we talked about this really quickly with C Lane and his military friend that's going out of town for eight months. Yeah. And the girlfriend and being there, and I, I told him you have to decide. In that moment of weakness, which guy are you? Are, the, are you the guy that does it, or are you the guy that, you know, doesn't do it? I see Tommy as a guy feeling really bad about it afterwards, though. No, afterwards. Which makes up for it. Afterwards, I could see just an insane amount of guilt. Mm. But I, at the same time, too, uh, I don't know. What if you were the guy that, you know, in the middle of them doing it, you called them and they just laughed at you <laughs> as your phone was ringing? Hmm? How'd you feel about that? Hmm, Tommy? What is that about? Remember back no, in... No, uh, we don't have to talk about this. Back in D.C. No, no. Uh, oh, God. Tom, That's why I don't trust him. Right there. Tommy banged this chick that they called Winnie Cooper. Who was just on Lana right. Fez, by the way. No. And no. Uh, this was Sideshow's friend. The Sideshow was a guy who used to work with a hideout mm, back in D.C. He was a producer slash intern type person. And uh, this girl came from New York to D.C. to go uh, see him. And Tommy... To see Sideshow. Yeah. Tommy came in, swooped in, like the crow, dressed up in the ninth grade. Yep, and uh, banged this chick after he got done. Uh, Five be- hours. Yeah. 
for five hours, rocked her, and Sideshow, the guy that she originally came down to visit, called multiple times during this five-hour sex session. I don't remember this. And you guys just laughed at him. That's why I don't trust the dude. <laughs> I don't remember laughing at him. Just... That's what she said. <laughs> That's exactly why I don't trust the dude. For some odd reason, I do. I trust anybody around my chick, because that means I don't have to be around. I can just hang out and do my own thing. Yeah, well, I'm still in the phase where I, where I care. Ah, that I'm phase sure, sucks. I'm sure that'll uh, fall that, by the wayside in the next few months. That phase is the worst. Why don't you trust me, Rogers? Because we got a lot in common. Are you afraid that he's going to... Uh, don't even her- joke. Don't even bit. <laughs> I was just... No, I'm saying we were talking about what TV show she watches. A lot of them are the same as me. CSI, the original only, though. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Now, are you afraid that he's going to run... Afraid that he's going to run you down and make you look I bad, know too? He, I know him. That's what he does. Oh, yeah, well, have a... <laughs> secret, secret, secret. Whoa? Who? It's not a secret if you tell everyone. Hefe. <laughs> hey, ask him about the time. Oh. <laughs> maybe you want to find about, find out or ask about. Hey, maybe. Uh, Has he done this yet? <laughs> Guess where he learned this. Secret, secret, secret. Next time you guys run Matt, ask Matt about the time Hefe did that. <laughs> you see, he's joking, but I know it's true. And he's a, he's a worm like that. And when I say he's a serial killer woman hater, Poonhound, it's not that he genuinely ever really cares about feelings. He just wants to be wanted. And sometimes that's enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I can understand that. But it's just sitting there, oh, well, Tom, hey, isn't Tommy great? No, he's not. (laughs) He's an animal. I wish I could tell you everything, but I won't. Tommy, how do you feel about that, that uh, Hefe doesn't trust you? I'm shocked. I'm hurt. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from or what he has to base this on. It seems like... Did you not just hear the Sideshow Winnie Cooper thing? Uh, I don't know those two people. Um, It sounds like, I don't know, maybe he has some issues in his own life from his parents that he needs to deal with, and he's just using me as a scapegoat. <laughs> and maybe he should talk to his lovely girlfriend about these issues. Don't ever <laughs> use any adjective when describing her. I've heard him say worse off air. What? About her or me? Well, worse, good stuff about her, but worse in the way that you uh, are fearing. Sexy. Supple. All true. Pert. Mm-hmm. Just shut it. Mind your own business. Am I out of line here, Dubs? See, I, I do trust any of you guys around my chick. I have no problem with it. Because she's been around us long enough that she's just kind of mom. Oh, yeah, she, uh, she's she been around everybody long enough to think everybody else is disgusting. Just as disgusting as me. Yeah, she's so. she's Auntie Dubs. Yep. Where, yeah, she knows all the secrets. She's been around us. There's no way. Yeah. She's annoyed. Like, she knows us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she can get over how great looking we all are. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
Chunks, what do you think? Am I out of line not trusting Tommy around my chick? I'm going to stay uh, away from this one because i got to go home. And Don't. Be crazy You're not even going to have that home soon. Well, I think you're uh, worrying a little too much. You know, I think Tommy is just very friendly around females, and I just think that's the way no. he is. I don't... No, 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 no. He's only friendly around females that he's interested in. Oh, yeah. Other ones he ignores or is a complete ass tail. Yeah, I don't know what you're Like who? <laughs> Please. I have a nose. <laughs> Follow your nose. It always knows to get away from her. Because I uh, see the way he talks to other girlfriends, and it's not nearly the way he talks to mine. Yeah? Yeah. How does he talk to yours? Is he swarmy? Yes, he's very swarmy. I was just trying to get her to buy a used car. Not trustable. <laughs> just completely out of line. I don't know if, he's out of, if it's out of line, but it just seems, I don't know. Seems weird. He's uh, Seems kind of over the top. And I, but here's the thing. I know him, and I know the way he is with chicks. Then you have nothing to worry about. And I've seen him operate. <laughs> And I see the way he reacts to other people's girlfriends. How does he operate? And it's almost disrespectful. That's what kind of bugs me. Because you know how you, like, whenever you have, like, whenever you're seeing somebody, mm-hmm. let's say you're out with a, uh, with a hot chick. Yeah. All right? And it's you, and it's obviously you, and your, you know, she's your girlfriend. Just rant. And then guys will just kind of come up and start talking to her. Like, this happened to me a lot with my ex, who was a really hot black chick. Mm-hmm. And... And so, like, at Texas Tech, or even, like, in, you know, Michigan and stuff, we'd be together. And brothers would completely, like, I'm not even there holding her hand, would step right up and begin hitting on <laughs> Like, it happened at Texas Tech to Tony Batie, who plays for the Orlando Magic. Now, I wasn't there at the time, but he hit on my ex while they were riding the bus together at Tech. And, but, man... At Chitwood Weymouth, because that's where all the athletes were at Tech. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's business, just walking right up in front. So I know what it feels like when you're getting disrespected, you know, and someone's hitting on your chick right in front of you. And I think that's what bugs me the most. It's not necessarily the, you know, because I'm flattered that she's hot. It's the, all right, I could see this from some ass for walking down Church Street. Yeah. And he just starts hitting on her because he doesn't know me. <laughs> But this guy freaking knows me. He works with me. He's on the team until he decides to quit. I barely have ever talked to her. Well, okay, she doesn't talk back. That's she... the good thing about her. She's a mute. <laughs> really? She talked. Um... Oh, he's getting a lot of words out of her. Just no, we're just talking about CSI. She just turns into a dictionary around Tommy. Just talked about CSI is all. You calling her a whore? How would I be talking Sorry, whore? dictionary. My bad. <laughs> dictionary. The, the word whore is in there, but uh, that wasn't the one I was thinking. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Want me to uh, sum up uh, a little story about me and my girlfriend and tell you where we're at in our relationship? Sure. Two times in this last week, she has woke up to me sleep strangling her. <laughs> I guess uh, in the morning... I've been reaching over and grabbing that muscle right next to, right on the side of the neck and just squeezing it while I'm sleeping. <laughs> She's been getting pissed, too. I don't know why. I wonder. <clears throat> Am I out of line? 
Yeah. You shut the hell up. I can understand where you're coming from, but it's Tommy. No, that's the problem. It's Tommy. The fact that he thinks uh, your chick is talk-worthy should be a, uh, a no, good thing. No, not at all. It's bad when it comes to him because they know him. They'll make a beautiful couple. But if he was ignoring her, you would know What's that... wrong with you? What? How dare you? <laughs> How sorry. dare you? It's slipped That's it. down. You're getting punished. What? Friday open door, you're getting punished. They didn't do anything. You said... Joking. No. Ah, I, I have an idea. We take uh, we do a little photo session, uh, couples, with uh, Tommy and your chick. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Bam, in the 407, wrong. what do you got? Yeah, I'm just going to say, jefe, you know, you're a land person. You should be defending your honor and kicking his butt. Uh, he's Tommy I mean, Bateman. I mean, I unless you can't, you need somebody else to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more welcome to kick his butt. I'd love for, for it. That if somebody could do that, would be great. I can't do it. He's uh, a little too tough for me. What, Napier? Now, what's you want to do it? I'm going out with the friend's ex-girl. You going to step up for Team Jefe and beat up Tommy? Okay. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, son. Okay. Appreciate that. All right, what were you saying, Dana Napier? you over there. Go ahead, Napier. No, I was saying, what's the etiquette on going out with a uh, friend's ex-girlfriend? How long do you have to wait and all that? Uh, for this particular situation, never. Why? If, if we Okay, if you guys broke up today, one mm-hmm. year later he can't date her? Nope. Why? Nope. What's your problem? Dude, there's no freaking way. Why? There's no way that you're allowed to date any of the exes. Not on this show. Says when? Our apologies. Not on this show. It's no... What if it's Chunks' ex? Is that a different story? The ex? Who's your ex? No, if Chunks has an ex, and uh, we decide to go after her. You have to go to D.C. I don't care. Say you get one now, and you break up with her. All right, people are saying me they, telling me on the instant message, they've met Tommy, they wouldn't trust him. What Who we, says that? What if we broke the Venezia code? Than I would. <laughs> no, but there's no way I wouldn't. There's no way I'd even want to follow. I, in all honesty, though, man, I think I think you're just kind of worrying too much. Because I mean, I've seen Tommy out. Like you know, I went out to, with him to see the UFC things, and I, he's just very friendly to females in general. I just I, I no, wouldn't really worry about no, it. No, he is not. I know him. I love him. And unless he's interested, he's not friendly. It's just it's true. I've seen it's it. not true. I'm friendly to everyone that comes and talks to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially to those who show up at the open door. I don't want you to uh, get too nervous about it, but I saw them talking this past weekend. Tommy had a tent going. He was standing there in his uh, workout bitten? shorts. You already know I'm already a little Three ring tent. <laughs> what is that? Why are you looking that extensively for? It seems like whenever uh, she comes in, she always wants to sit back in the control room with Tommy. Yeah, once you leave that back booth, uh, she doesn't stay there with me. She goes back with Tommy. Well, I tell the her. safe one. I tell her to go back there. Why? I'm the safe one. I have a girlfriend. So you're just sending her to him? Yeah, look All at you. All right. Now, see what it started. Son of a bitch. Now, this is why I didn't even want to bring it up. What's wrong? She goes, all right, this is what she said on the instant messenger. Now, right, we have to take a break. It's a hideout. Come on. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the hideout. 
wrapping up hour uh, three. Got some good audio coming up for you. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly disturbing. We'll share that in a second. Yeah, I don't even think we can really talk about it, talk about what the audio is until after 10. Yeah, but stay so tuned for that. Make sure you want to uh, check that out, though. So anyway, just talk about how I don't... Tr- this all came essentially from the wing house, too. What happened to the wing house? Uh, I don't know. I was up mingling, mm-hmm. and there was an open seat. Because I was obviously up mingling. Mm-hmm. And right next to my chicken, Tommy just decides out of all the open seats, he's going to go sit over that there. It's the only open seat. <laughs> Swoops in. Yes. Like it's the ninth grade and he's dressed up as Brandon Lee and the crow. All right, here's the I am that I got from her. <sighs> Matt? Yeah. I go, am I out of line? And she goes, nah, he is very flirty. What? Is he? She goes, if you ask EJ, he can tell you I looked very uncomfortable at the wing house. <laughs> what? <laughs> then, I don't believe she's saying that. Then I said, I don't trust him. Then she says, he makes me uncomfortable. Wow. And I go, sure, dot, dot, dot. Then and she's, she's even telling you that she's uncomfortable and you won't even believe her? Then she goes, fine, don't believe me. It kind of hurts that you don't trust me, though. Ouch. And then I said, I don't trust him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then she says, I am dead serious when I said I felt uncomfortable completely. Why? Because we're talking about CSI? Then I said, why do you feel uncomfortable? Now he's going to get angry and (laughs) dig up dirt. See, this this is why it's so tough to even bring this up. Because A, uh, I feel like something needed to be said. But then B, now that this has come out, he's going to hate her the way he's hated others on this show and begin digging up dirt. Did you get the email he sent both of us? Who? Tommy. He says, go ahead, shoot me, fun boy. You've got me dead bang. And I go, why did you feel uncomfortable? She goes, because it felt like he was being flirty and disguising it as quote unquote nice guy. And then oh, he. Oh no, I just followed up with, it can't rain all the time. <laughs> and then EJ is confirming that she did. What? Look completely uncomfortable. Oh man. Tommy, how does this make you feel? I don't know why she'd be uncomfortable. Dude, come on. Don't even play it off. Just be truthful. I am being truthful. See, here's the problem, though. You don't even know you do it. You you can at least admit that. Can others around here who have been around Tommy and Chicks at least know the mode that he slips into when he's on the hunt? He gets like a prowl to him? I I I see it with... Uh, I, I haven't seen it with your chick, but I have seen it with other chicks. The, uh, the... And, and here's the only reason I take notice. Because it's my chick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and you're so right, he's going to hate me now. I never, she, I barely ever said anything to her. I saw an open seat, she looked very bored, so I went to go talk to her. That was the first time we ever talked, and I guess the last. That is not the, you can talk to her, just don't be no, swarmy. No, I can't, apparently. Poon guy. I don't know what I'm doing, apparently. Apparently I'm trying to seduce her. Oh, come on, her. don't even play it off like you're innocent. So, I don't even want to hear it. Hold on, Tommy, what you're saying is it's not a good day to be a bad guy. No, it's not. 
<laughs> and people are still asking for the pizza bombing guy in that link. And now let me ask you this, though. Like, mm-hmm. when is a guy, are you out of line as far as allowing your chick to have dude friends? I think the only dude friend I've ever stopped my chick from having is the one that sent over a uh, picture, picture of, of his uh, unit. Yeah, I hear you. That's the only time I've ever said, no, you cannot hang out with this guy anymore. Or talk to him anymore. They weren't hanging out anymore because he's still in Michigan. See, here's the tricky thing when it comes to chicks. Mm-hmm. They want to believe that guys want to be their friends. But they don't. It just doesn't happen. Guys want to do you if you are in any remotely way attractive. Yet you have to tell that to your... you got to try to explain that to your girlfriend. You know? Now, some people don't care. Yeah. Like you, Dubs, I honestly... You, I think you feel if she went off and did somebody, you'd be like, sweet, now I can go do somebody. And yeah, I get a freebie. And then everything will be cool. I get a uh, mulligan. Somehow you're detached like that. I don't think that I'm necessarily that detached. I almost dare say I'm more womanly. Are you? When it comes to a relationship. Yeah, a little bit. Whatever. When I care, I care. But how do you explain, and then when are you going too far as far as, like, guy friends? Because, you know, sometimes, like, here's the thing. This, uh, my chick, I would have her no, have no problem her being around, obviously Matt, mm-hmm. U-dubs, Chunks, Napier, Asexual Ceiling. Oh, of course. That guy's built like a Ken doll. And I would say the vast majority of the guys here at Real Radio. The only one maybe Jack Bradshaw. <laughs> Jack and I, uh, you think he might... Uh... I'm just kidding. I said that for the shock value. <laughs> shock jock. I don't know. That uh, that goatee he has going. Here's another guy I wouldn't trust. Cabin Boy. Yeah, Cabin Boy. It's the... He's just like Tommy, though. It's the little ones. <laughs> the little ones that work out. I like Cabin Boy. He's a good guy. Yeah, obviously you do. So where do you draw the line? I say this. No guy friends. It's that simple. You want to be friends with somebody, she has to menstruate. They have to menstruate. Well, I mean, you kind of do, too. What do you mean? You're bleeding. Come on, man. Why you got to bring up the ass cancer? I'm trying to have a serious relationship discussion. All right, you want to have a serious relationship discussion? Not with you. I, I, Of course not with me, but I have a panel here that's going to help you out. Sir Gary and Captain Spaulding. Gary, how are you coming All right. tonight? Boys, what can I do about my relationship situation? You know why they can't find Bin Laden? <laughs> He's waiting till they have an all-black jury. Uh-huh. <laughs> was that racist? I don't think so. I think it was actually strangely poignant and somewhat uh, a comment on society's... A jury of his peers, I guess. Yes, sir. What do you guys got? What? What's going on in each one of your minds about my relationship? Feel free to help. Well, it's a friend of my mind. I've been popping this pimple for the last week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the doctor and get it taken care of with antibiotics tomorrow. Yes, so, Gary, what do you think? Uh, I'll just pray about the situation. I feel like i got to help y'all. You want me to tell you what your situation is? Yes. 
There's a poisonous mushroom growing in Farvilla Park. Yes, sir. It's in the neighborhood. Don't eat it. Mm-hmm. It contains a violent poison. What about you, Sir Gary? Um, well, we don't be able to go back to church on uh, West Story Road just coming Sunday morning at 10.30. Or oh, going back Gary, to I know. What else is going on, guys? Talk amongst yourselves. Parlor said though. Uh, I hope you all had a happy July. Fourth of July. <laughs> What's the best part of the Fourth of July, Sir Gary? Captain Spaulding. Uh, I like uh, watching the, the uh, fireworks go off. You know what I like about the Fourth of July? Hmm. What? I didn't buy a great big watermelon. Yes, sir. I think that was racist. Watermelon? Nah. God bless you. Keep going. Thank you for letting me speak. So, Gary, are you leaving? No, sir. Good. I didn't want to take too much of your air time. No! Feel free to take as much as you want. Yes, sir. It's Sir Gary and Captain Spaulding. We don't have this... Uh... Well, I wanted the watermelon, <laughs> but... What happened to it? You know... To me, the 4th of July is a day of prayer. Ah, what do you pray about? Peace and tranquility. How about you, Sir Gary? What do you pray about? I pray about peace and joy in people's lives and they have it, Jesus Christ. You would think with all this praying for peace, we would have it by now. Yes, I, I feel like God will come, come through one of these days. See, uh, my friend. Can you pray that Tommy stays away from my chick? Yes, sir. I'll do that. Thank I'll do you. That church Sunday too. There he is, circling, just ready to swoop down at any moment when your back's turned yes, and you're sir. bleeding out. My friends gave me a steak to eat last night. Uh-huh. I was going to return the favor with a watermelon, but I went to sleep. Yes, sir. Hmm. Well, yeah, that was a bad you joke. have a good evening. God bless you. Are you leaving, Sir Gary? Yes, sir. I, Why? I have to run to the restroom. <laughs> Take the phone with you. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have no extension on my phone. Just go in the corner. <laughs> you lay papers down, don't you? Stop. All huh. right. Yes, Thank you, buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> God bless you. Have a good evening. You too, Sir Gary. There they go. Quick note uh, on the hideout portion of the Real Radio Rewind, you will be able to hear the original Captain Spaulding, Sir Gary, meeting on the phone. Is that coming up tonight at, uh, what, 11.30? Yep, around Mm. 11.30. All right, that was classic. I think they helped with your relationship, though. They put it in perspective. I do feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Who needs Corolla and Dr. Drew when you got those two? Do you say Dr. Drew? Drew. Drew. Alright, I just got this. I guess this is from Angel Jenny. Matt Albert's girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) What'd he go? Yeah, he just has his hands over his face. She goes, I'm so so tired of this. And my girlfriend goes, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And she goes, I feel worse for you. How do you do it? What do you mean? What does that even mean? What is that? What the hell is that? Like I'm some sort of animal? Well, she's running down uh, Tommy in the one she sends me. Um, 
Dude, Tommy is nice only to the chicks he's mentally attracted to. Cough, bull, cough. Who said that one? Angel Jenny. Then why is she IMing me right now? Hello, buddy. <laughs> and then my chick says... This is why I have her on block. <laughs> I remind my, block now. I remind myself daily of how much I love him. The rest falls into place. Aww. Aww. Mo. Are people saying, is this a bit? No. I seriously don't trust the kid around my chick. He's a good producer. I wouldn't trust him with a chick, though. He knows that. I mean, he, he's got to know that. I don't think he does. Uh, don't tell me he's hurt. You're not hurt, are you? I'm a little angry. Why are you angry? About what? That she thinks I was hitting on her because I was asking her about CSI. Come on, dude. Whatever. You know, look, maybe you weren't playing out hitting on her. But you know that you were doing some sort of a... Here's the thing. I don't even think you were hitting on her. I think you honestly just wanted to be wanted. You want to be wanted. That is what you do. And it's not... Look, there's not anything necessarily wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with putting on a show of, hey, I'm a really cool guy. Maybe a chick wants, you know, so that every girl wants to be with you. That's what poonhounds do. That's how you end up being poonhounds. The thing is, just don't do it with my chick. I don't see you doing it with Dubs' chick or anybody else's chick oh, he, around here. He talks to my chick whenever yeah. she's around. She's just never around. But it's not in the same way. Yeah, it is. I like talking to Dubs' chick. She's mm-hmm. fun. She's cool. I thought your chick was the same, but, but apparently I'm creepy. She never said you were creepy. That's what she basically said. She said you were making her uncomfortable because she could see the same thing. Then why didn't she say something? Because she's nice. What's she going to say? Hey, stop being creepy. You know? Stop talking about CSI. Someone's, you know, if someone's talking to you or whatever, but you can't tell me there was no motive there. Listen, whatever the motive was, I don't think it was necessarily to get laid. I don't think that's what it was. I think it was more of a, hey, here's how cool I am. I'm Tommy Bateman. I'm cool. I watch CSI. That's not what it's about. Right, now, now I can tell he's pissed. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying? I know the kid. I know you, dude. We got some uh, advice for you, Hype. Steve in the 407. What do you got, Steve? Hey, I run. I got a hot. I got a hot wife, and I run into that all the time. Guys, like, hey, how you doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. And the thing, the thing is, if it bugs you, you gotta set. You gotta set the foot down and say, you know what? You know, hey, this is this is kind of bugging me a little bit. You know, girls will be, you know, my wife will be friends with guys and all that kind of stuff. And nine times out of ten, it doesn't bother me. But then there's and and guys, they know they're not gonna get laid or what have you. But what they're doing is, hey, maybe I can you know float around. You know, kind of you know make me. Feel like a man, kind of swoop. Thing, you know? Feel like a man. Feel wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah. Because my wife will. T- my wife will talk to him. You know, she she's friends with guys, all that kind of stuff. But you know, if it's making you feel uncomfortable, lay the hammer down. You know, I've had to step up and you know and oh. say, you know, this ain't working. We got to cut it out. So. Have you ever had to do it with a coworker? Yeah, actually, yeah, I have, I have. But luckily, my wife was cool enough about it, where I said something to her, where I was like, "Okay, he's crossing the line," and. But like, I would never sit there and have that flirty conversation with your chick. Now, Giant Brian says he was sitting right across from both of them, and he says, "I saw Tommy's hand on her thigh at wing at uh, on her thigh at the wing house." No, he didn't. I kept it out of view. He's lying. 
I don't even trust him. He yeah. may have dropped a fork and bent down and saw it. No, no. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. For high blood pressure or a family member with kidney failure, ask your doctor to test you for kidney disease today. You need more information? Call 1-866-4KIDNEY. Do you want to be somebody? Heretic number P15042. P15393. P15034. P15040. One of the original. Be a heretic. How do you become a heretic? You get yourself a heretic card. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, Suite 401, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Attention, hideout, heretic cards. Or you can get one by meeting us. At a live event, appearance, or the open door policy, from 10 to 11 every Friday night. Or you can just email chunks at chunks at WTKS.com. When you get a Heretic card, you get your own number that's printed on the card. The Heretic card gets you discounts all around town, and it makes you a part of Hideout history. So what's your problem? Be somebody. Get a Heretic card with the Hideout and Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to another hideout, Road Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Headaches. What's happening now? Putting out more fires? Nah, I'm just, uh, whatever. Somehow I should feel bad for even bringing this up. How? I don't know. The Wild Hawk in the 407 has something about it. Wild Hawk. Um, do you think that maybe this stems maybe from your own insecurities and not Tommy Bateman? No, abs- look, there's no doubt about it that I am an insecure guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you in any you know, form or fashion. There's no doubt that I am a bit insecure. It's, But, again, it goes back to, look, here's the thing, and this is all about Tommy Bateman and me feeling uncomfortable with him around my chick. Because not necessarily that he's trying to bang her, but he's... And it's just weird for me to explain, but I've seen it before. I only date incredibly hot chicks. I'll bang ugly ones. But as far as making them my girlfriend, they have to be really hot. And I've seen it before when the guy will be around and when either he's putting on the nice guy move to be flirtatious, or... When he's outright hitting on you, mm-hmm. you're hitting on her. I've just seen it, and I felt like Friday was the last straw. I was actually kind of pissed, but I mean, whatever. You were pissed out there. Yeah, last straw. Well, it was the first time I ever talked to him. Was the wing house? No, it's not. Well, I've seen you guys converse before. Now maybe it's not a lot, but I'm telling you, dude, I've just seen in body language. What were you saying under your breath? Because you're pissed. You must have been saying something, or had something going on in your mind. That was essentially it, the sigh. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if there was if anything... If I were tougher, I'm not, go over there and I'm punch not, him right now. I'm not a, the fighting guy. Because you aren't tougher. No, I mean, I don't even think it's that. I don't know if I'd ever really... I mean, I'd fight over a chick if, like, she was getting hurt or something, but... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit well, down. Well, that's the time he likes. You know, plenty of chicks out there, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
But it was just more of the disrespect factor. I could see it. And it, I mean, look, he you can you deny felt it. like he, he was disrespecting you out there? Yeah, I think it's a lack of respect whenever you're going to sit there and you're going to hit on somebody like that. I just honestly believe it. Now, do you consciously think that he was uh, disrespecting you and uh, trying to hit on her? I'm telling you, here's the thing. I know exactly what it is. He was not trying to bang her. Mm-hmm. He was playing himself up as if he was a big prize, which, fine, he's Tommy Bateman. He is. He's a poonhound. We've established that. He always has incredibly hot chicks around him. Fine, we've established that. The thing is, you don't constantly point that out to the girlfriend of someone you're working with. It's just not something you do. If you want to point it out to somebody, to a heretic's girlfriend, depending on who it is, maybe. But otherwise, I don't think you do it. Especially not to, when it's almost like it's family. You know, we all move down here together. If we ever get fired from here, we'll all move on together. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's almost like we're tied to each other more than just the average friend would be. So I don't think you make that move. I don't think you even kind of establish that precedent of, hey, I'm the cool hot guy, and maybe you'll fantasize about me, and maybe you'll you'll think about me because I'm this cool. Think about that next time. I'm not worried about that. Whatever. You don't care what she's thinking about? No, please. Glad you can't read my mind. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, but do you understand? If my, if my chick had a uh, a uh, way to read my mind, she'd just see me going through this Rolodex in my head. All right, people are saying we're bitten. I, well, I guess we're great at radio when people can't. I don't know if we're great or we're bad if people can't tell if we're bitten or not. But that's the way it is. I calls them how I sees them. And that's essentially what I saw. I think uh, if we were bitten, Tommy would be cracking the mic more. I know. Alright, well maybe not then. Hmm. People are saying this is better than Tito Ortiz would have been. <laughs> well, EJ's telling me one thing and then he's telling Tommy another. So I don't know what's, what's what. going on. I don't know, whatever. I'm done at this point. EJ tells me that she was uncomfortable. But then he tells Tommy, well, from what I saw, you were just being nice. (laughs) I love how he just stirs the pot. Ass. (laughs) Takes both people's side, pumps them up, makes them feel good about themselves. I'm blocking him. No, he's a good remote producer. Well, too bad. That's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to get you riled up. Whatever. I'm just saying, that's what it is. I'm sorry, I just know. My gut feeling is so rarely wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I just get these feelings. And so if I'm wrong this time, then my apologies. But not to Tommy, to EJ for blocking him. Tommy, your uh, like... closing points on this, and we'll move on. Do you have any? No. <laughs> See, he's legitimately pissed. <laughs> And you know, at this point, whatever, I don't care, because I had to say something. Because I just know at the next time, it would just continue to go on. Mm-hmm. We need to continually uh, get pissed. It drive me nuts. Am I insecure? 
Yes. Then that's the other point. At what, t- at what time do you feel like, hey, you can have guy friends or you can't have guy friends? But the problem is, it's not about can you have guy friends. It's about knowing which guy friends are. Now, can she have guy friends? Oh, yeah, of course she can. But I want to meet them. I don't think that's too much to ask. What if uh, she works with a guy and she's friends with them at work? Do you have to meet that work friend if they aren't going out and doing anything outside of work? If they were ever to go do anything extracurricular, mm-hmm. I would like to meet the dude. I don't think that's too far-fetched. And if, it, and if it, it, it was it, to the point where she didn't, you know, where she didn't want to say, hey, um, you know, like she didn't want to tell you that she was going out with the guy friend, then maybe you need there's something for you to be worried about. See, it gets to a whole father point to me where it's like I, I have to meet who you are hanging out with and uh, there's a... But what's wrong with wanting to know who your who your loved one's hanging out with? I, I think uh, you have to trust them enough. But it's not even necessarily about trust. It's almost a matter of being smart and or even being caring. Because if, well, if, if you get to the point where you don't care who they're hanging out with, then you probably don't care whether or not they're doing anything. No, that's not true at all. The, the fact that you trust them and uh, think that they're smart enough to figure out these things is a big issue. It's not that you don't care about them. It's that you trust that they are uh, good decision makers. Chicks are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, yeah. They don't know when a guy's trying to get, in, get them guts. They just don't know it. Big hands in the 407. What do you got, big hands? What's up, baby? Uh, you know, I feel the same way around Angel Jenny, man. She's always rubbing on my girl, tugging on her, trying to get her to go places, trying to get her to try on clothes. That's because she wants to have sex with little Rhonda, big hands. I, I know, man, but look, I mean, it's disrespectful. And, uh, and um, I told Matt once, you know what I'm saying, you need to hit her up, up on top of her head or something, man, to, to keep her in check. Exactly. That's. I mean, you know what? And you know, it's it's kind of the same scenario, even if it's a chick and another chick. Yeah. You need to stop being a puss, Big Hands. No, Big Hands is not a puss. He knows. You're acting like one now. I'm telling you, dude, chicks are just stupid when it comes to that. They're oblivious. That's why they're always shocked when you tell them, uh, I'm interested in you. I want to be more than friends. They're like, huh? Why would you want to ruin what we have? It's so great. We never really had anything. I just wanted to do you. <laughs> CSA was CSI was a starting point for, hey, we have something in common. Next time, who knows what it'll be? Dogs, cats, whatever. That's the starting point. I've never heard of cat. I've heard of dog. Can be my favorite at times. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> So no, I would absolutely I'd want to meet them if they were going out with somebody extra. Is it, as sure I'm sure they would want to meet if I was. Hey, by the way, the so and so from work. Uh, we're all gonna we're gonna just go grab a drink together, or we're all gonna go uh, do something, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go shopping. If a guy's going shopping with your chick, you know well, he's that, just there to bang her. Yeah, shopping's one thing. Well, then but, what uh, is acceptable? Or happy hour? Or it could be gay. Oh, we're going to go drinking together? No. Just happy hour. One or two drinks. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it's not out of line. Now, like, here's the difference. If it were a bunch of you from the office, mm-hmm. fine. One-on-one, no. 
neighbor, what can you possibly have to add? Well, it's like Chunks just said, uh, what if, have you ever had a girlfriend who had, like, the gay best friend? I've had, uh, girls with guys that are gay, that are friends. Yeah. That weird you out at all? No, why would it weird me out? That I would be comfortable with. My chick has a couple of gay male friends who happen oh. to be closeted. But they're so... <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing everything in that closet. Yeah. That closet's a walk-in mm-hmm. full of... It's the birdcage. shirts, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting chance you're totally right on, bro. Thank you. I'm getting the exact opposite from EJ from the U. Well, I wouldn't know because I've blocked him. I'm sure he'd be on your side, too. I know he would. <laughs> he's left on the buddyless bench just like he's at the uh, U. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry, he just got me all riled up. He's also saying Napier is homophobic. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, Napier. Yeah. Isn't that weird? There's gay people? They're all gay? the hell's with that gay stuff? Christ, that's gay. All right, finally, Pete, all right, you know what? This is great. Hmm. Yeah, people are saying this is good that you are uh, being, that you worry about this. Why is that good? I think it's just another headache that I don't need in my life, and you don't either. Listen, I'm can't not wa- talking about the gays either, Napier. Keep I can't shut. wait for the point that I no longer care. That will be a freeing moment. It is. And then, Tommy, I'll let you know, and you can swoop in. Because I know you're circling for that day. But until then, <laughs> Tommy Lee Bateman, until then, uh, just sit on the sidelines. Like your EJ from the U. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Son of a bitch, there's so much stuff that we have to get to that we haven't even gotten to yet. Dubs Basically food. everything we have written down. Yeah, we won't have to prep for tomorrow, which is nice. And yeah. tomorrow's Thursday. Awesome. All right, EJ from the U says... Uh, oops, I copy and paste that to the wrong person. He goes, <laughs> if you call me out again, I'll have to come down, there, come down there and do a Tito on you. Which means I'll promise to be there and not show up. <laughs> Uh, 407-916-1041, Now, if you remember last week, we had uh, Lopsided Lana come into the studio, who was a girl from uh, Melbourne, I believe. Uh, she had one boob that was probably a small C, and another boob that was an A. And she wanted to try to get them evened out. During the show, she kind of like, took a liking to uh, Napier over there, and they set up a date to go out. That's right. Uh, it's well documented on the podcasts on RealRadio.fm, and she'd even called in. Mm-hmm. So you and you guys on the first date, you made out, didn't you? They kissed. Oh, just simple kiss. How'd the second date go, uh, intern Napier? Well, it's kind of weird. Like at the end of it, we ended up like kind of like making out a little bit, but afterwards. Woo! Hot. 
But afterwards, she was she was like, "Oh, you're gonna hate me now." And uh, <laughs> what? Well, 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 there's I, y'all, issues there then. Okay, so you guys made out, and then she immediately says, "You're gonna hate me." Well, what did you what did you guys do on the date? I want to find that out. When did this, you guys go out? Day. It was pretty much just hanging out. Where at her place? Uh, no, it was um, over at a friend of mine's. Okay. And then, uh, but what happened was at the end of it, like she's she said, "Oh, I have this uh, best friend of mine, and he just as soon as I started showing interest in you, he you know started going, uh, oh, I like you, uh, oh, no, no, no. You know, all that right. stuff. He's not right. He's not right. My trunk's drunky in person. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I'm kind of lost now. No, go ahead. Keep on with your story. It, you, so don't, don't get sidetracked, Richard. He can sit there and be talking. We toss pennies. He just <laughs> looks, starts counting them. Let's go, Rain Man. Get it together. You're on the radio. Well, no, I, I was... definitely 496. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, like she. Uh... I everyone no, turn their mics like off so she can tell his story. Yeah, uh, or like her best friend like really liked her or something. He was too afraid to say it because he wanted to keep hanging out with her. So I said, all right, that's fine, whatever, you know. I so I'll tell you what happened. So that you backed was... off? You backed off because the other dude came swooping in? Oh, well, I kind of know where the du- other dude was coming from. The Tommy no, no, Bateman? No, 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 no. This is what happened. This uh, This dude had her on the back burner this whole time. As the uh, kind of fallback chick. Yes. And now he sees that fallback chick becoming non-existent to him, so he's throwing the bait out there a little bit to keep her there. And uh, now you are going to become out of the picture, and he's not going to move any further than having her be the backup chick. How do you get screwed even when you're the lead? Because you've told the story before. It's uh, Napier's heartbreak on the uh, iTunes. And you were the backup, you were the friend guy mm-hmm. who ended up telling the other girl. And so she's essentially said, oh, never mind, Napier, I'll go with, be the, with the best friend. After making out. Well, she felt, like, really bad about it, and I'm like, uh, okay, that's fine, whatever. It's not fine. you got to stand up for yourself like I did and ruin a host-producer relationship. Go ahead. Tell her how you feel. You're on the radio right now. She's listening. I'm I'm. She's at work fine. right now at Lowe's. Oh. Uh, there he went, looking at pennies. <laughs> Dubs just threw pennies, and he started looking. He couldn't keep his uh, mind on what was going on. Oh, that was close, man. That was not. Like three feet away from All me. right, so tell tell your girlfriend, Angel Ginny, how you feel. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, that's wrong loser. <laughs> tell uh, Lana Loeb how you feel. I'm fine. I'm, you know. Just... We have Lana on the line right now. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Just tell her how you feel. Lana? Hey, I got a question for the for you. <laughs> Go what ahead. What is the best kind of watermelon? What it? Do you have an answer for that, or am I supposed to answer Yeah, that? I have an answer. Go ahead. Rattlesnake watermelon. It's so odd. He sounds lovely. It's so odd that he says watermelon. Today I brought some in. Did you? Oh, yeah. Watermelon. I really did. I bought it at 7-Eleven. I was like, oh, this looks good. And yet today, and it's, uh, that's back in the... And the fridge taunting me, and if it wasn't so full from the sunnies, I'd have it. All right, Napier, you were telling something about how you ruined another relationship with a girl who was actually interested, because somehow you fell back. That seems to happen to me a lot. What's wrong with you? That's a good question. I say you still pursue this. Make her choose who she likes more. All right. Do you say, hey, uh, does that loser, is he on the radio? 
And it's not your friend, so don't worry about it. I guess that's true. It's fair game. And even if it gets down to the point where you two are both banging her at the same time, you just give it to her harder. And you do the the uh, seaside. <laughs> I'm talking about the sea breast. Right. Yeah, you leave the A for him. <laughs> All right, that laugh isn't going to get you any points either, weirdo. So what are you going to do now? I see you call. You have her phone number? Yeah. Call her up. On air? Yes. All right. I want you to call her on the air and see what's going on. He actually did well there. I was pointing over to the side to see if he would lose track. I, had your, it. I didn't know what was going on at that point. I can't believe this. Hmm. First, he is the guy, the secondary guy, and he loses out. Then he's the lead guy, and he loses out. He has no hope. See, Lane, what about you, Wilbur, on the intern, love? Anything going on for you? Uh, nope. You haven't found any chicks at any of your gigs? Uh, what is really. your next gig? Next gig, actually, I will be playing tomorrow night at the social. I'll be sitting in what? with the uh, Dave Matthews tribute band playing <laughs> keyboards. Are you a black guy? Uh, no. Isn't that guy the black guy? I think there's like three black guys in the group, isn't there? Actually, there's. I, I think this one has no black guys in it. No, but in uh, the regular Dave Matthews. Yeah, in the regular band. Yeah, there's like uh, three or four now. Oh, mm-hmm. I know that. I'm saying, are you playing one of the roles of the black guy? Uh, no. I'm playing a white guy role. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it in blackface. Okay. Just, Just for shock factor. Just to see. Get out there, Dave Matthews. Shock jock. Mm-hmm. Shock jocking. <laughs> sitting there doing ants marching. Yeah. Mm. So, are we getting... Lo- uh, Lana Lobside, whatever her stupid name is. On yeah, the phone. Matt's uh, trying to take care of that right now. So wh- what are you gonna t- what are you gonna tell her? I don't know. No, you work it out now so you don't sound so stupid. Yeah, she's on hold right now, so. What do you want to tell her that you really like her? I, that you thought I, there was something so. there? Guess how, so. How could she cheat on you? What? Here's Lana. Lana. she cheat on you? What? Here's Lana. Lana. Yeah? Hey, what's going on, sweetie? Hey, hey not you... much. Does it work? Oh, do you have time to talk really quickly? Like two minutes? Yeah, sure. All right. So, Napier told us about the hot date. Yeah. And you guys may... Uh-oh. And you guys making out and everything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> this doesn't sound good just by uh, telling yeah, thousands. No, no, no. I'm just... I know I did a bad thing. Which was, what's the bad thing you did? Well, I should have probably told him about what was happening with one of my friends, and it just, it's its really complicated. It still is really complicated. It's right, well, really... Hold, hold on, in, in an ideal world, what what would you have Napier do right now? Would you have him back off or keep on going? Do you want him to fight for your love? <laughs> fight for your right side? <laughs> I don't... Left side. Left side, whatever. The non-freak side. Know right. that, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm the side that doesn't want me make me puke. Uh, hold on. Okay. Oh, that's a little too far. There you go. Stand up hey, for it. Lana. What do you say? You fight for Lana, really quick. Do you like a CSI or any uh, other kind of TV shows? Shut up, you ass. Beat it. I have a feeling... It's something bad. Yeah, I do like CSI, though. But... No, that's, that's, I like it, too. All right, shut good. up, C-Lane. Do you like the original or <laughs> the spin-offs? All right, so... Let... I have to know, like, the core TV CSI. All right, now let me ask you, sweetie. 
What's yeah. the, really quickly? What's the situation with the other guy? He was just your good well, friend. Like my, my friend with benefits. And Hi, I wait, wait, wait! I thought you were a virgin. How do you have friends with benefits? No, I, I'm a virgin, but just different benefits. Is the benefits just on his end? Pe petting? Yeah, just his end. Oh, so wow. you do stuff to him? Yeah, yeah, it's always been. I was right. Everything. I was right. What do you mean you were right? This guy has Lana on the back burner. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't want anything uh, exclusive with him. He, with, with her. With her. But. He sees her slipping away, so now he's decided to step up. He's decided yeah, to step. That's pretty much what happened when he heard about it. He got really pissed off, and he's like, "You're gonna move to Orlando. You're never gonna see me again." And I You're never gonna. gonna Wait, you guys are talking about moving in together? That's no. crazy. Well, he was... No, he was. He's just like, "You're just gonna leave me like everybody else has." Well, he hasn't stepped up this whole time. He's been taking uh, free uh, treats from you. And giving you nothing back, what it makes him deserve to uh, keep you around? Why buy nothing. the? Why? And that's what makes me so furious. He deserves nothing at all. Screw him! You got Napier now. Why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free, even though one of the udders is smaller than the other? <laughs> what do you think about Entourage? I guess that... Napier is making a really stupid choice. I just I don't know what to do because I feel. Step up, Napier! Be somebody. Yeah, man. she's what? waiting. She's waiting for you to step up you, and be a man fine, about I'd, it. I'd be happy to go out with her. You again. want I a really enjoyed my time. You'd like a relationship with her. This other guy just wants to get, uh, you know, his knob, you know, serviced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you do that? Hot. What? Nothing. Oh, well, it was just, I broke up with my second, my first boyfriend. I went out for two and a half years. And, and so you just really go around, days. you know, huh? bobbing. Right? No, I got you. And it just, it, you know, it kind of happened with a little bit too much well, alcohol the first time. Well, there's no reason to explain yourself. All I'm saying is I don't think Napier should back off. Yeah, and Dubs has explained it correctly. This guy is just using you for your mouth. Yeah, I know. So I know. Napier, step up, because this guy isn't uh, good for. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. It's too funny. Uh, Matt says, uh, from the call screen software, Shocker, he picked the only act that didn't involve seeing her freak breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're on fire on that I am. You stay there. Harsh. You stay and there. Matt, you're one to talk about freak breasts. Oh, boy. Yeah. Lot of the lopsided vacuum is what anti-Matt's calling her. He's got himself God. an auric. Matt calling me out. I can't believe it. I don't worry about it, sweetie. That's, I know. I, there's no reason. I mean, what I, dude, this leaves hope for you. Yes. I hope for you for someday for you being, you know, a non-third base virgin. <laughs> okay. So, right, here's the thing. So can we at least agree that Napier shouldn't give up? If he doesn't want to. Don't give I up, don't Napier. Want to. Now, here's the thing. What are you, you doing later on this week? Nice. Go for it. Go for the kill. Go for it now. Come on, what are you doing this weekend, Lana? I'm taking my little sister to the mall on Saturday, but after that, nothing. Get them both. Bang. Sounds good. This uh, How about Saturday afternoon? Huh? Saturday afternoon? Saturday? Afternoon. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, if you're not busy. All right, you, can you come down here? Yeah, yeah sure, he'll, bring his, he'll bring his turtles, Tough and Link. And now tell her she can't see the other dude or his penis. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like a good idea. What? Tell her, though. Tell her as long as we're going out between 9 and Don't worry, all Saturday. All she'll be seeing is his lower stomach. Aw, oh, come on, man. That, oh. I didn't know your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> That's was harsh, that the dude. ass that called? Is that the guy that called up that uh, when you no, were up there? No, that was okay. Steve. 
Steve. All right, I don't okay. care. I don't care then. Steve was nothing. All right, you boy, you lovebirds get together. All right. All right. Okay. Good job, Napier. Thank you. Good job, lo- lopsided Lana. Good to talk to you, Lana. Good talking to you guys. See, it's yeah. nice talking to you about TV shows, Lana. See you, sweetie. You shut up, Steve. You, you shut up now. You see, it sucks, doesn't it? We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Want to get into the audio we have? Absolutely. It's a hideout. It's disturbing, even more than the thought of Lana with her shirt off. It's a hideout, <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is the monsters in the morning. My key drove on the side of my mouth. The Shannon Burke Show. Yeah. The Phillips File. I'm stupid. The Hideout. This is Real Radio 104.1. You know.
indecency, and I'm just going to say censorship, we can't really fully discuss it. Now, we, we do get to discuss it to a point, like we'll, we will do with uh, this. Um, so we have started on the podcasting special segments that will get put up as needed called Hideout Uncensored. And it is Dubs and myself playing this video, completely uncensored, commenting, completely uncensored. Mm-hmm. And it's just a regular old podcast, but essentially with material that when, is fully discussed that couldn't fully get discussed here. Mm-hmm. Is the segment already up right now? It is under the Hideout uh, General Mixtape section. I probably should have gone under Wadcasting, but whatever. So it's under general mixtapes. What's the problem? I see you and C-Link. Was you two was there, was there a uh, yeah, that discussion? <laughs> How does that know to go under wadcasting? It's about horses. Who? That's usually more like a gay sexual no, bit. it's anything sexual. Yeah, that was sexual. very sexual. It's anything se- Bestiality doesn't fall into that? That's Is that... Anything sexual It, it may not gay. be the normal sexual, but it is sexual. It was a really confusing topic. So we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll play the censored version of this and comment on it. Mm-hmm. But if you want it completely, the hideout uncensored, go to the uh, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. Search podcasting, uh, search the hideout, and it's under general mixtapes, and I promise you won't be disappointed. We actually did that right before the show. Mm-hmm. We'll take a break, come back, and play a little bit of this audio for you. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Radio 104.1. Again, we're starting something new on our podcasting. You can access it on RollRadio.fm or go to iTunes if you uh, subscribe to the general section. These are uh, we're going to play it for you here and discuss it the way we would normally here mm-hmm. on the air, which is fine and you know dandy within itself. But sometimes there are things that you just need to go above and beyond. You need to get a little bit deeper into. And we do that on Hideout Uncensored mm-hmm. on the podcasting. Just started on this very subject. I guess it's a couple who have decided they found true love because both of them are into horses. Yes. That's One the, looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. That's the best way to put I say C.C. DeVille uh, crossed with Brian Peppers. Anybody who uh, who is familiar with wrestling, when they see it, they'll laugh their ass off because that's exactly what it is. It's Greg the Hammer kind of crossed with Brian Peppers. All right, so, and she is just a... Um, Beast. A big girl. I'm sure that's what the horse sounds like. All right, here we go. I was technically a virgin until I was 29 years old. I was a zoophile up until then, and I just basically didn't have much interest in uh, other members of my own species as far as a, a life bond or anything. But- now, I don't even understand that. Like, when you get to the point where you feel you can't bond with any other human being, so you decide it, to take it to a you, barnyard animal. You feel no attraction to your own species. Nothing at all. Not even, like, an attraction, just, like, not even a connection. Yeah, not even, uh, you don't feel like you could even uh, have a emotional relationship. I wonder if this guy doesn't enjoy television, or if it's just all Animal Planet. It's Animal Planet, Mr. Ed and Lassie. That's all it is. 
He's not going to the squigglies, uh, you know, for Skinamax like the rest of us did when we were no. growing up. No, yeah, he's just he's watching shark attacks and he's, just running one. When flipping through the National Geographic, he's not looking at the African women with their boobs exposed. It's the no. lions. Yeah, he's looking at the giraffe behind her. The mane is driving him crazy. But when I met Ellie here, I just, we clicked. It, it was the one. It's just so funny that this chick has a cow's name. Mm-hmm. Like, just taking the bestiality to another level. And what's with the music in the background just foreshadowing how creepy this is going to be? It does sound like old, creepy porn music. Mm-hmm. The one person that uh, I felt within a week, probably, after I met her, we were meant to be together. Ken and Ellie met through a zoo friend on the internet. After a few weeks, they arranged their first date. Well, the the first night that he came came up to visit me, um, I took him down to the barn to introduce him to some of my horses and some of the other horses that I enjoyed at the barn. And I essentially introducing to her lovers. Yes, uh, these are this is my ex. Uh, we still have benefits, though. Um, this is just, you know, uh, a future prospect for me. He's, you know, growing into a nice mammal. I still he's, enjoy him. He's underage. <laughs> I'm not that creepy. <laughs> and I took him in and introduced him to my miniature stallion. And kind of, I don't know if it was subconscious, kind of, I was very nervous. And This is my black stallion, Tyrone. <laughs> yes. Kind of wanted to do the... Uh, uh, shock factor, as it were. You can dance. Um, and so, I just I, one thing led to another, and I couldn't resist, so I started. <laughs> and then he tried climbing. So the next thing I know, my pants are down. And I'm like, excuse me, I can't resist. <laughs> She's talking about a horse. Come on, Sea Biscuit. It's not. Yeah, it's not Greg the Hammer Valentine. It's uh, the horse that. Is watching those two. Again, you can hear this uncensored on the Hideout Podcasting. You actually hear Dubs and I discuss it uncensored mm-hmm. on the Hideout Podcasting. Get okay. nice and dirty with it. <laughs> and I guess part, part of me said, okay, either he's for real and he won't mind this, or he's not for real and he's going to be totally freaked out by it and, and run. Freaked out by what? Um, obviously he didn't run. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was very tempted at the point to uh, have <laughs> seconds. It, it turned me on. It, it was it was so erotic to, to watch this and just the, the whole thing. And uh... How does this happen? Like yeah. what? The Internet. The only place these two people would meet and become a couple and have like just unbridled animal relations is on the internet no i think it would be bridal it didn't shock me at all in fact i was like this is pretty cool <laughs> i think i found somebody here that, that might be on on my plane here and it went from there and we here we are married <laughs> do you think he makes her wear a tail while they uh do have relations pin no. the tail on the chubby oh i'd be disgusting uh, they don't like to take it to that level. Their relationship is loving. Yes. And I love how they can get married. Now, gay folks, man no. and a that's man just, or woman and a that's woman. That's sick. That's ludicrous. Yet these two freaks can get married, and it's a-okay. Did they say they met on some kind of zoo friends like site, no, like a MySpace no. for bestiality? Right. They had a zoo friend, and then they that zoo friend uh, hooked them up on the Internet, and oh, the rest gosh. went from there. I have my miniature stallion, uh, and he exp- especially enjoys that. I have 
with 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 the miniature stallion. He me, and it's yes. Uh, not only does she have relations with the horse, so does he. And he let, plays the woman part. Yeah, the horse saddles up. Mm-hmm. So do you think instead of sitting it, home it, and watching porn together, they watch like the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, that's the well, that's the big three times of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those just three races. The, the pleasure that I get from it is more from knowing how much he enjoys with me. <laughs> he, he tends to tell me about it. He talks a lot. He grunts and, and wickers and, and don't be racist. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Wickers. Well, it's a black stallion. All right. Not only that's an interesting point. Not only are they um, surrounding themselves with horses, mm-hmm. or midget horses. Oh, yeah. Well, just what a on. circus. I, a regular horse, that's crazy. What kind of person would put themselves through that? A miniature, though. Are the horses retarded? <laughs> I'm sure. Short, little, stubby legs. You wouldn't want to take advantage of a horse. These are obviously consenting. Blows in my ear, etc. And that is very erotic to me, more so than the Hold physical. On, blows step. in my ear, etc. And that is very erotic to me, more so than the physical sex. When he's courting me, as it were, um, he he does a lot. Did you just hear courting? Yeah, using a proper term. And courting isn't that dating? That's not even sex. It's wooing. It's the flowers. It's the yeah. It's not the actual act. The movies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, um, I call it a hubba hubba. <laughs> he just kind of goes <laughs> makes his little hubba hubba noise. To That's me. my favorite part. Like- Go back to that noise. I want that isolated. Like <laughs> 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 to hold on with his teeth. Oh, hold on. He just kind of <laughs> 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 Anytime I'm trying to get a <laughs> <the> chick, I <laughs> want to play that. <laughs> so dirty. And that that's the noise that she brings up that just really turns her on. Right. <laughs> that's when she knows she's doing it right. Yeah. Makes this little hubba hubba noise to me. And he tends to like to hold on with his teeth. And I actually have some scars on my back from where he's bitten on to me, just hanging on. Uh, they do the same thing I with tell my mares. Friends always, mares have fur to hang on to. He tends to get a big chunk of skin with me. And that can be quite painful, but usually I don't even notice until after the fact because I'm so caught up in the moment. And then I get up to the house and Ellie says, oh, I see you've been down fooling around. You've got a big bite mark on your back again. <laughs> Not the way that you're walking. So That doesn't tear off. So this is a big red spot on your white shirt. Right. There are parts of there that we had to cut out and there are obviously parts that we had to beep. But you'll want to hear us comment fully. Yeah, there, the, there are there are actually full sentences that we had to cut out of that because and, there's no way to clean it up. And hear it all uh, completely uncensored on the podcasting. It's a hideout podcasting on Real Radio Data Femme and also on iTunes under the General Mixtapes. Go there, be, do it. That'll be a new thing that we're going to start. How is that from Monday Night Show? Oh, wait, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Club day. Many thanks to Tito Ortiz for <laughs> standing us up. Should we even tease Kenny Mayne then, since he's supposed to be on no, Friday? No, because he was supposed to be on tonight, too, at 7.30. Well, we we called for the confirmation on that one, and it was found out it wasn't going to happen. So he was moved to Friday. Well, the good thing about that one, we have his number, so we can 
harass him if he doesn't. Did you ever hear anything back, Tommy, about Tito? No, I called a couple more times. Nothing? They uh, just completely shut off their phones? Yeah, now the guy isn't answering. <laughs> That's a good sign. Nice publicity. Well, for all those who were uh, excited about that, our sincerest apologies. We'll try to uh, get them on again sometime. All right, wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burt, Middays, Phillips, Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Good first show back. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Shut up! Stop it, you weed, you You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. I wish I know how to quit you. No! I'm a transsexual. Chuck Jock. Radio Roadblock. <laughs> J Dobbs? Oh, Tommy. <laughs> You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. Five thousand, five thousand. I'll be smacking my hoes, everyone knows it goes. Kick to the floor, step on the floor, step on the floor, kick him to the floor, cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.